Welcome back. Welcome back. This is your man Hendo here, and this is the Rogue Pod with Hanging with Hendo. Thank you for dropping by this evening. If you are new here, welcome, welcome. If you are returning, thank you for stopping by. We are streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We also are in audio form, so make sure you go check that out. Give me five stars. You know, help me build up my ranking a little bit, I'm trying to do some things. And as always, I have my co-host with me. And as you can see, it is a packed house tonight how are you all doing ladies wow. first oh yeah sorry i'm good how are we all doing great how's everyone how's everybody in the chat doing i'm gucci 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 good. i'm good good i got my i got my skull drink here oh lord <laughs> nice all right you get it from magic mountain no, the swap meet. Yes, and if you have not noticed, we have a newcomer to the stage. And for some of you that know, some of you don't know, this is my oldest child, my daughter Jasmine. Welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> to the fold. <laughs> Long time viewer, first time caller. Facts, facts. How does it feel? How does it feel to be on the other side? I, I don't know. I'm nervous. Nervous for what? We just hang. I don't we just, know. We just hanging out. <laughs> we just hanging out. Casual combos. Right. That's all we doing. This is all. That's all this is. It's just a little something on Saturday night. To have conversations. There's no need to be nervous. But I understand because mm-hmm. I was where you were sitting one time, and then you know this coach no. hit me up and was like, "Come on my show," <laughs> no. and I'm like, and I'm sitting there like. This dude got like eight thousand subscribers. What am I gonna do on his channel? <laughs> and in the beginning, it was all a bunch of nerves. Oh, well, you knocked it out the park. I thank you. I try. I try, man. I learn from you. Listen, I got a super team around me, so I can't do anything but learn. You know what I mean? Now I'm too old to learn. Facts. Right. Facts. <laughs> Luckily, I ain't the oldest one. <laughs> oh man, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> All right, let's see who we got in the building today. Of course, as always, first and foremost, we've got Brandon Bazell. What's going on, Brandon? We also got Kogan. He says, Hendo, why are you using an animated picture of Dame Lillard? That's not Dame Lillard, that's me. A young, a younger version. A, young, a younger version. Okay. Kogan, that's, a, that's a good one, Kogan. Hey, I never, I never, I never thought about it like that. I've heard Ray Lewis. Never heard Dame Lillard. We got Big Reg in the house. What's going on, Big Reg? Make sure y'all stop by his channel and check out what he's got going on. He's got some dope content, stuff that is not always Ravens related. Things that have to do with life at times. It's pretty dope. Check him out. We got my man Fars, Fars Muthana in the house. Yes, that I have. Listen, I got to credit to. Uh, I have to give credit to uh, Fars because this the, the music that I use for my intro and everything else. I got that song from Fars because he one night we were laying, we were on um Streamyard and we were just talking. And he was like, "Oh, it's the song I heard." So I heard him was like, "It's dope. I'm about to steal it from you." <laughs> Jeremy Miller was going on. MDT Sports in the house. Make sure you check him out. That man is always yelling about EDC. <sighs> but I digress. Matt D, how you feeling tonight? I'm cold, bro. We had this discussion the other day. Your name is Faris. <laughs> Faris Mutanya. <laughs> All right, y'all. So what we're going to do is this is a channel 
where we speak about things that the viewers actually give suggestions for. They give us questions to talk about because this is a channel for the people, by the people, of the people. And we are just the voice that gets your views, your questions out there, and put a little spin on it. You know, give that little Dre tone, should I say. <laughs> yeah, we talk about everything, bro. Nothing is off limits. And if y'all know, I love talking about the number 12. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the number 12. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's, a, it's amazing, coach, that they stopped at that number. Oh man. Yeah, that takes that's, that's, twelve is the new one. Uh-oh. Hey, got a coach, you got a one in it, right? You do. And a two. One and two. <laughs> one and two. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about top 30 hip hop lists that we've done over electric relaxation. And uh, Coach was not happy that his guy came in at number 12. We discussed this last week and on the show. But if you don't know, listen, 12 is not bad. You know how they, you know how they keep saying um, Lamar shouldn't be unhappy that he's the number two paid quarterback in the league with that contract that they supposedly offered, then, you know, Tupac shouldn't be upset that he's number 12. It's a lot of MCs out there. We'll be, we'll be turning 50 this year, Dre. Yes. Yep. You're number 12 in a 50-year span. Yeah, that's amazing, actually. How can you be mad at that, Coach? If you think about it that way. Mm-hmm. That's just like saying LeBron the 12th best player in the NBA. All time? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's not. Mike, he's not. Like he's not. The 12th best player in the NBA. That's blasphemy, bro. It's yeah. like Kareem, the 12th best player in the NBA. Come on, Mike, Mike uh, and Kobe. We ain't gonna do that. Huh. We ain't gonna do that. Mike and Kobe. Mike and uh and, and Kareem. <clears throat> hey, I mean, y'all got ghosts with double digits, so you know. But I don't blame y'all. Y'all explain. Y'all explain the. Y'all explain the, the um parameters the came about. <laughs> yes, so sir. I'm good. I'm cool with. It. I said what I had to say. You know, y'all explained y'all side. I said my piece, and it's done. It is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so let's get into these questions that were submitted by the people in the community, part of YouTube. And this first one should be a simple one. I don't think we have anything that may be a little too tough this week or a little too daunting or delve too deep into your personal lives. So first question, movie book or photography? Which can best narrate your journey through life? Jasmine. Uh, photography. Real easy, real simple. I'm doing it now. I collect photos for myself. Then I get to look back and see where I was. And it brings back memories and thoughts. And it doesn't take too much. I don't need anybody to narrate it. I don't have to figure out other parts. I can do that all on my own. Just take photography. Okay. Yolanda? Um, I'm going to go with books. I, I'm an avid reader, so I, I love to read. So um, for me, I'm going to say definitely it's it's books. And um, because I think with books, there's just so many that to choose, you know, from which you can choose. And it just depending on what kind of mood I'm in, in any given week will determine what type of book I'm going to choose to read. And now with the advancement of technology and with Audible and, um, other online books that narrate for you. It makes it much so much easier. So I'm just going to definitely go with, with books. 
Dre? You know what? I'm going to go with books as well. Actually, Quietly only shared this with Hendo. So this is uh, special that y'all hear this. I am in the process of doing an audio book. So about my journey. So yeah, yeah definitely an audio book. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you listen to it. Yeah, I'm I'm in the process of writing it now. I've been working on it for about a year now. So Ooh, that's okay. yeah. I mean, thank God thank God it's gonna be an audio because I can't read worth anything. Thanks. <laughs> I would suggest Wait. I would suggest Trey, you get OTR Mike to narrate the book. I was gonna say oh, that would be yeah, dope. that would be great to have like OTR yeah, Mike. It's a great idea. I'm just saying I'm just saying put, put Mike to work. Oh Thanks. yeah, oh yeah. That I'm gonna have to recruit him. Yeah, yeah, or you guys can co-narrate. Oh, that would be dope. Like if there's certain parts of your book that you want to to be the voice, then you guys mm-hmm. could co-narrate. But yeah, definitely Mike has that um that wonderful voice. That he does. And how long have you been uh doing this book? For a little over a year now. Uh it's, and- it's about my journey. So with the music and everything I'm doing right now. So, you know, I start at the pandemic and work my way into today. Okay. So the only reason I asked you that was because when did you tell me about this? Well, it was yesterday. Literally. It was, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's almost like we talked about it yesterday, right? <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah, by the way, I wrote some stuff and you in it. Oh like, yeah, oh, he's what? in it. I read it to him. Hopefully I got a stamp of approval. You know, I ain't got no complaints. All right. How about you, Shook? Oh, I mean. It's obvious. It's a movie. I mean, I've told you a bunch of stories that people wouldn't believe that happened in my life. So a movie would just make sense because it's so far-fetched of some of the crazy stuff I've done in my life, some of the crazy situations I've been. And so I just think a movie would would uh, be perfect. But it would have to be like a set of three movies. It'd be like one, two, part one, part two, part three, because I couldn't tell my whole life story. Want a trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah, yeah, I want a trilogy. Yeah, we won't go to four because the fourth movie is never good. You know, just stick to the trilogy. You know, probably part two. Part two would probably be the best part. But so you mean like all of the movies after the first three Star Wars? That, that, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Wow. Why you got to disrespect Star Wars? Like you just said, the fourth movie and on is normally some crap. And not, not for Star Wars, though. Mm, the first three were the best, and then, you know, came a bunch of nonsense. It's, it's crazy because that came out the year I was born. Hmm. The first, the first one. The first one. Okay, I, th- I thought you were talking about the prequels. I was like, Damn, coach, nah, the first you that young. One. First one came out the year I was born. Mm. Yeah, you know, I remember. Yeah, going my to brother, my theaters. brother, my brother saw them. He saw them in movie theaters. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, coach, I don't think I was here yet. <laughs> <laughs> that math ain't math. Dre, Dre, uh, you were you were born when George Lucas was writing things. Ouch! <laughs> what you mean, ouch? I'm not. You mean this is like that? Where's the lie? Uh, right. How about you, Coach? I, I want to say a movie, but I think more so photography. Um, just it's just so much you can can get from a picture without any sound put into it. Uh, if it's something in the background or if it's, it's whoever's in the forefront, uh, that picture can take you to 
a place and you can all those feelings you had at that time, you can have them again. Like I have a picture um in my wall. I mean on my wall at work and it's me and my boys at um the Superdome. Mm-hmm. And every time I walk past that picture, I go back to the Superdome that day, watch my little cousin uh, play football in, in the Superdome. And so mm-hmm. just, I think for me it would be uh, photography. Okay. What's up, little Jay? That's Aiden. That's Jay's little brother. <laughs> he wanted to be knowing he was, in, he was watching. What's going on? Thank you for dropping by. So for me, I guess for my journey through life, um, I'm going to have to pick music. Mm. I'm have to go off the beaten path and, and choose music. I think music uh, na- navigates or, or kind of narrates my life perfectly because music sets my mood. Like I don't get happy, sad, mad, but depending upon the music that I listen to, it sets the tone for that day. That's why I guess my mother didn't want me listening to gangster rap <laughs> coming up as a child. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Made me a little bit violent, but I think music... Would, I think if, if I could string together a bunch of songs, you could see the journey through my life, through which songs that I actually pick. And Jeremy asked me what kind of music. Bruh, I listen to everything. I don't care if it's country, rap, gospel. It doesn't matter. But my favorite music, and me and Dre had a conversation about this, it has to be 80s rock. 70s and 80s rock is the music that I listen to more than anything else. And yeah, what about you said that? Yes, listen. If you if I played my playlist right now, and you like Pink Floyd, Queen, like Queen, Hall of Notes, stay on rotation. Fleetwood mm-hmm. Mac, like they stay in rotation. But in between them, I'll have NWA or somebody else, and I'll listen to Murray Shaw Day and different other things. My, you know, I have so many different tastes, but seventies and eighties is got to be my thing. And Freddie Mercury to me is one of the greatest singers ever. Hmm. And like when he died, I almost cried. Mm. Like that's how that's how deep because that was the first album you know my my uncle and I wasn't really close but the first thing I remember getting it was around 1980 he actually gave me a Queen record for those of y'all that don't know what a record is it's a piece of vinyl that you place down and you have to play it <laughs> ain't no rewinding <laughs> you literally have to lift the needle up and put it back down where you needed to go so yeah that would be it for me. If y'all didn't know, Hendo had a Betamax back in the day. Just letting y'all know what you know. I had it's not an eight track. Hmm. <laughs> to be honest with y'all, I had an eight track. Yeah. Wow. Most people will never know what that is. What was that thing? I know what it is. Me and Dre know what it is. Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. We know what it is. Hey, it's yeah. crazy to think that's where we came, that's where we've come from to where we're at now. Like when it's, think about when's the last time you bought a CD? I haven't bought that? a CD in probably 15 years. Easy, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. everything is off of Spotify, or I downloaded it and put it on an MP3 player, and yep. or I, remember when we had to make CDs, and then you would put you, you and then you right. got the ability to burn uh, CDs. Napster and uh, well, what I was about to say LimeWire, Napster. <laughs> <laughs> Them things right there made made, made us made us feel like criminals back then. Well, I made it. <laughs> it made me feel like no criminal. <laughs> I feel like it was normal. Hey, but it was free. They put it out there. Yeah. All right, so we have a tip. Appreciate you, ghosts, for donating to the show. It says, "Watching y'all is the motivation got me back on my laptop working." Okay. Hey, ask Ghost, is he coming back to power? Listen, <laughs> that's that's what that's what the people want to know. You coming Listen. back or not, Ghost? Are you dead? Listen, I saw. I haven't seen 
the last two or three episodes of that one. I stopped watching it around that time. And somebody was like, oh, they killed ghosts. I'm like, oh, you spoiled it. But I guess after all this time, how could you not know? Because I don't see him in nothing else. So I need to know, are you dead? <laughs> Did they really kill you or you just hide somewhere living your life? Doing right. your thing. Oh, listen. That reminds me. I hope all is well with you too. This reminds me. Another listen, another one, and I want nobody laughing at me. But one of my favorite groups of all times is the monkeys. Hey, hey, huh. we're the monkeys. Oh, one yeah. of my favorite groups of all yeah. times is the monkeys. And we're uh. just singing around. Yeah, huh. I think what is it? Michael Naismith, he just died recently. Like, yeah, this is it, it's just a, a sobering moment to let you know you're getting old when mm. all of your idols start mm. passing, but it's just like Ugh. yeah, I'm getting up there. All right, so next question. (laughs) And we'll start with you, Coach. It says, as adults, can men and women be platonic friends? Yeah, they can. It it just has to be. First of all, the second word is the most important, adults. You you, you have to know that there's a boundary, there's a line, and there's a line that you can't cross if if you're legit trying to be friends. You know, if you if you've been through something with someone and there's no what's the word, no sexual issues there, like you you don't want that person, y'all just legit cool and keep it that way. If you can keep it that way, it's yeah. And, and probably ten years ago, I probably wouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. But been through stuff, living, you live and you learn, and you realize that yeah, there can be plutonic, you know, friends. Okay. Should. I hope y'all don't. I hope y'all don't think uh, different of me. We always uh, do. My answer. Uh, no, look. The can can two adults like Coach said be you know of the opposite sex be friends? Absolutely. Uh, but the two things that have to happen is there's got to be uh, honesty and communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't you can't uh, say hey we're gonna be friends, and then down the roads you know somebody develops feelings things like that, and then not be honest about it. Right. Uh, you need to be upfront about that stuff uh, in order for it to be a friendship. Um, and if there isn't those feelings, then cool. You don't have nothing to worry about. The problem is, is we're all, we're all human. You get, a, you get attached to somebody, um, whether it be say, the opposite sex or same sex, you get attached to somebody, uh, you, you tend to, you know, get emotionally attached and you tend to gravitate to that person and you really, you want more. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, and it may, it may, it may not even be sexual. It just may be, you know, uh, just you know, uh, kinship and things like that. And when you know, and so as long as two people are honest with themselves and are on and communicate what they what's going on, how they feel, and what, and tell the truth. You know, right. don't lie. Don't say, "Oh no, I don't really, I don't really see you like that." But in reality, you're, you're at home. You're like, "Oh shoot, I wish." You know that that's the that's the problem. So I think you can be, but a lot of the times we lie to ourselves. You know, oh yeah, we can be friends, but in reality you're 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 thinking other stuff, and you're not being truthful. Oh, I, I'm not mad you're with that guy or that girl. In reality, you are. You're you're messaging them, you know, or or being uh or um not telling them the truth. So I think that 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 you can be, but you have to be be able to communicate and tell the truth with that person. Yeah, all right. Dre? 
I, I agree with both of these guys. Believe it or not, I see both of their sides. Um, without revealing any names, I had a home childhood friend that did some time. And um, before he went away, I was cool with his, his significant other. You know, so we would hold them down. We would drive to the, the prison and stuff like that. You know, we did that for years. Mm-hmm. And nothing ever happened, you know. He was my day one, so of course I wouldn't, you know. So I think it's the people, you know what I mean? Even though the scary thing about life is you never know what's on a you never know what a person is thinking, mm-hmm. what's Thanks. really on their mind. So you could be good on your end with being friends, but you don't know where they are at with it. So that's the reason I say, uh, you know, I agree with the both of them, but I've done it, so I know it can be done. Okay. Yolanda? Um, I'm going to be the the voice that enters the dissent here. Uh, I'm going to give you kind of like the straight, typical lawyer answer. It depends. And I think for me, it would depend on who the two individuals are, where they are and what stage of life they're at at the time that the two individuals meet. Are they both single? Is one recently out of a relationship? Is one married? Is one getting a divorce? Where they meet at that particular stage matters. Um, Also, I think when I say it depends, it also deals with it depends on what both parties want and the reason why. And like Dre said, the reason that brought the two together. Um, If it's something that has anything to do with a a level of attraction or um, or even a shared mutual interest, I think it becomes a little bit more challenging. Because as Suge mentioned, that's a time where feelings can develop and it could be on one side or it can be on both. And then what happens down the road if nothing happens, you know, between the two of them. So I just think that uh, it's difficult. It can happen. It can definitely happen. But I think the answer for me is it it would really depend on the two individuals who are uh, coming together to form this uh, platonic friendship. All right. Jasmine? Um, I would say yes, I agree with everyone. Everyone had like valid points. I think going into it, if both people are creating this relationship because they want to be friends, of course, that'll work. Um, They have to be honest with each other and be honest with themselves. Because if you do have an attraction towards someone and you think that you can be their friend after that, if you're not truly honest with yourself, things are going to go wrong down the line. So as long as everybody knows what they're in it for and are willing to keep it as such, why not? Okay. I agree with you all. Like, I believe that 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 can happen. It has happened. It's been happening throughout time, especially when you have a guy that's too nice. He's automatically putting the friend zone. zone. It's a wrap. (laughs) It's a wrap from the beginning. Like, yeah, you're like my girlfriend. So they put it there. But as long as you have clear and concise boundaries and everyone knows listen as soon as that other party crosses that line you have to cut it off then yes it's most definitely possible for that to happen now this next question is a little bit similar so you may be repeating yourself but you can go even more into depth in depth with this so it says can men and women move from dating to just being friends and what boundaries must be set in place Jasmine. I just think the answer for me is no. And maybe it's because I'm not mature enough yet, but I just (laughs) just, say absolutely no. 
I am not friends with any of my exes. I've cut them all off. I don't want to see you ever again. <laughs> it's just how do you go from being so intimate and all of that and then rolling it back? Um, yes, having boundaries is cool, but I feel like at some point they're bound to be crossed because they're just familiar. Okay, Yolanda. This one, I think, is um, I'm going to give you the same type of uh, lawyer answer I gave the last time. It depends. And the reason I say it depends with this one, <laughs> it depends on the level of relationship the two are in. It also depends on the ages of the two individuals. And I also think more importantly, it depends on the reason why the two are no longer together. If it was an amicable <laughs> breakup or a separation or split, after some time passes, perhaps there can be a friendship, if there was a friendship before. I don't think that at the moment, you know, you, you break up on a Monday, best friends on a Tuesday. I don't think that is going to be possible. But again, if, if someone out here has done it, that's fine. But I'm just saying, I think there needs to be a point of separation or a period of separation where you allow the feelings that you had for the person to dissolve or to lessen before you try to resume or even attempt at, you know, if you've never been friends before, attempt a new friendship with someone who you've been romantically involved with. But I'm not going to say that that's not possible because I, I definitely think that is possible, but I do think some time is warranted in between. Okay. Coach? I kind of agree with Yolanda. It depends on how the, the the relationship ends if it's something that you can't that it just it has to break up maybe mm -hmm. you know over a shorter period of time you maybe can become friends and whatnot mm -hmm. but if it's one of them nasty breakups mm -hmm. it needs to be dated right then I, and I just you know me personally and and jazz I don't think it has to do with maturity because I, mm -hmm. I I don't think I could really be friends if I come out of a relationship like that because I, cause I feel like I love hard and for mm -hmm. it to be for it to end would be hard. So I just need to, you know, be out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should. <laughs> you know, I I don't really ever disagree with you uh, with Yolanda, but I absolutely disagree with her because I have been through this in my life. Um, you cannot be friends with someone you dated or been romantically involved in um, <clears throat> because. It, it's it's a weird thing that you will try to be friends, you'll try to be there, and then things will come up. Your past relationship will come up, you'll start talking, and then it turns into texting, hey, how are you doing? Oh, what are you doing today? Oh, hit me up if you need to talk. Oh, da-da-da, da-da, and it turns into more and more and more, and then all of a sudden, all these things start to mess up. And it ends up, you, you, or you get mixed signals. You'll mm. get you'll get mixed signals because they just want someone to talk to you. You're thinking, oh shoot, she, she want she want to come back. All right, cool, come back. You know, and and that's where everything goes wrong. Things can happen, or you both decide, oh, you know what? Maybe we should give this another chance. And then you realize there was a reason why we broke up, and why. And so you can be friendly. You can you you can be cordial with somebody. Hey. You know, mm -hmm. how are you doing? Hope you're well. If you need something, let me know. But I don't I think that's a boundary that you should even cross uh, trying to be friends, hanging out. I, I just think I think you just don't cross that boundary because I think it leads into too many. It will lead into too many issues 
and it'll lead into too many uh, product fillings, mixed signals, or something like that. So, yeah, I, I no, you can't. Okay. Fair right. enough. It's a resounding no for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, point blank period. I agree with Jazz. I agree with Jazz. When I'm done, I'm done. I turn back. I might turn into a pillar of salt. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. Um, for me, for okay, me, bro. I'm listen. For me, I'm gonna have to go with most definitely. I've done it. I've done it pretty much in all my relationships except for one. <laughs> Jazz, you know that one. <laughs> Please don't be crazy. <laughs> Oh, just, just, but but listen, it, it all to me, to me, in my opinion, it all goes to emotional maturity. Like you said, um, certain people are on certain levels. And just like just like as you said, coach, you love hard. I love hard as well. But my cutoff game is super strong. And when it's cut off, it's cut off. And I don't and there's nothing I can do. But you have to set certain boundaries. There has to be certain limits to where you don't put yourself in compromising situations. Um, you don't put yourself in predicaments that may lead to something else. And more importantly, if you do decide, hey, we're just going to be friends, we're not going to go past this point, one thing you can never do is talk about who you're with to the person that you were with. You hmm. never bring up your relationship to them because all the stuff that you complain to them about, your ex is going to try to become that person. Because now they know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So if you can navigate through those things, it's most definitely possible. Because I have exes I'm cool with. And they don't want me, or maybe they do, but I don't want them. And we ain't going past that. But, Hendo, you said that's, that's a huge difference between being cool with. No, we're friends. And being friends. No, we're friends. When I say cool with that, we're friends. You know? And they know. They don't even. And, and, and it also is a respect factor. Yeah, they respect me enough to know they're not going to try me because they know what the answer is. So it's no need to be like, hey, you gonna slide through real quick. I don't have to answer you because you know what it is. And you also and also I deal with people that have enough respect for the person that I'm with not to even go there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's possible. <laughs> It's possible. I'm on left, Matt. D said my cutoff game is super weak. <laughs> Look, but I, you know, I, I, I didn't read that. <laughs> but listen, you're self aware. So you know not to even put yourself in that situation because you already know your cutoff game is weak and you might get that late night phone call and you out the door. You know? No, what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's Matt, no, you're, you're right. You're hey, right. Hey, hey, Matt D, the, the, the block button is your best friend. <laughs> yes. You, you, you can block them on Twitter. You can block them in your phone. You can block them on Facebook. The block button would be your best friend. Yeah, but you know where you but Twitter. coach, coach, you know where you coach. can't block them? Where? Right here. You can't block them uh. here. Hey, eventually you will. Eventually. 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 Eventually you will. No, eventually, eventually you will. will. But let me tell you something. I, I, I agree with Matt. My, I've been the worst. I have been the worst when it comes to exes. I, and, and Hendo knows because I've had this conversation with Hendo. I am the worst when it comes to that. And it's it takes a lot. It takes a lot of, of, of self-control because I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm my D. Uh, Matt D. Sorry, I apologize. Matt D. My, my cut, cutoff game is weak. That's There's a lot of weak game I have. And that's one of them. So, you know, but you you try if you like Hendo says you're self aware, you're mature, 
you try to be an adult and you try to push past that, you, you usually can. You know, you just got to ignore calls, ignore the text messages, ignore ignore the flirting, say stop. No, I can't, you know, we can't talk like this because it, it does, when you're when you're somebody that is Honestly looking should. for that Don't even say that. Don't even say that. Because if, if they flirting with you, they're probably looking for some kind of reaction. Just, just oh, ignore sure. it completely like that's, you don't see it. Oh, no, that's the yes. block right no, there. Once you, once you start crossing those lines, you, you block it right there. Now, I once I once had an ex, and she had a friend that she used to deal with, and he would call and text her. And, you know, I don't have a problem because I don't have jealousy in my bones. It is what it is. I trust you as an adult to do what you're supposed to do. But when I told her, I said, listen, this dude is calling and texting you 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. She was like, yeah, but I shut him down and this, this, and the third. I said, listen, it's not about you shutting him down. It's about the simple fact that you are still friends with him and you're still allowing him to contact you at these hours because mm -hmm. that's disrespectful to me. Yep. So now you are letting him in our boundaries. And that let me know she was not emotionally or mentally secure or stable enough to continue a relationship with. So once he, these things he was the, uh, in case of glass break, he was, I mean, and he was, she told me that she was like in her past relationships. That's who the dude was. And I was like, yo, I don't care if you still talk to him because he ain't better than me. So I ain't worried. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's in all honesty. I'm like, he's not better than me because if he were, you'd be with him. He wouldn't be the in case guy. He would be the guy. But since you let him cross these boundaries one too many times, I had to dip out. So that was a good question. It was. This must be. This is like the relationship episode or something. <laughs> Feels that way. All right. Next question. What are some things on your bucket list if you have one, Dre? I'm actually doing some of my bucket list now. Uh, outside of traveling. That's the other thing I want to do is, is see the world while I'm here, still here to see it. Because it's good to be seen. Right? <laughs> like right. the shirt. Like the shirt. Like the shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing the music, you know. I'm doing the YouTube thing. So, that's it. Hey, end up. See the world. Put, put, put the comment up there for my wife. <laughs> Look. I think I am the only one to come back from a funeral from this lady. The only person. Like, when I mean, she cut them off, like, it's, they might as well be encased in cement walls. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and their name ain't spoken anymore. They ain't thought about, like, they, nothing. I might have been the only person to ever to break through the wall and, and, and see where we are now. <laughs> that her cut off like him as his cut off game week. Yeah. Her, 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 strong. <laughs> your, your cut off game is Mo. His cut off game DC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't be disrespecting DC like that. What's wrong? What's up, Ravis? Whatever. You should bucket list. Um, I think one of my newest bucket list things. I know this is kind of this is going to be kind of sappy. I apologize. Uh, but it's to go to uh, Baltimore and go see a game with uh, Hendo, the lunch break hot take, Brandy and uh, Jose, coach, um, obviously beat Dre. Uh, but one is to go go watch a Steelers-Baltimore game in Baltimore um, to hang out okay. with you guys. I, I know it's a little sappy, but um, other than that, I That's think, uh, you know, go to Europe. 
is obviously a bucket list thing. Mm. Japan uh, or uh, Asia's uh, is a, is a bucket list thing. Um, I think <clears throat> I think uh, because of my health is not great, uh, is to make it to where I see my kids graduate, go to college, get married. Uh, that's you know that's one of my things. So I'm trying to you know get there. Uh, so I think things like that. Okay, go, coach. Um, for me, it has to be travel related, and um, I want to see uh, Japan. I want to mm. see uh, the Mal- the Mal- Maldives, Maldives, whichever way you say it. Right. And um, I want to go to Spain, and we, I think we're in the process of trying trying to make that happen <clears throat> for another milestone birthday. But I, I've crossed off two bucket things, and my wife had something to do with both of them. I went to Cuba for my 40th mm. and we went to Hawaii last summer. Nice. nice. Okay. Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my first one is going to Egypt, which I'll be checking off this year. <laughs> and nice. then um, I would like to see Eminem in concert if mm. he ever does another one. Um, he Number usually one. does them in Europe and the tickets sell out in like two seconds so mm. fingers crossed and then the third would be to be able to take my brothers on like a really nice vacation oh <laughs> yolanda um bucket list definitely travel to some places that i haven't been and uh to revisit a few places that i have and to write a book um I've got to just, you know, I just got to do it. <laughs> I've been telling myself I'm going to do it for, for years and I just haven't. Or I start and then I stop and then I start. And so I just need to get focused and, right. um, you know, write my book. That's what's up. Hey, Brandon, who are your five? Who are your top five YouTubers? Well, I know who number one is. I got Coach, Coach Evans. I got who proof. Got Brandon, who are they? Coach Evans. I got proof. I'm number one. I got yeah, my proof in the mail the other day. We already know. First of all, we already know the coaches is number one. Oh, he also says, oh, my bad. <laughs> okay, so for me, in my bucket list, of course, it's travel. I, like I said before, I would love to go backpacking through Europe, you know, just take some time off and just explore the different cultures and see how different it is. Because I've seen how different it is just going from Maryland to South Carolina, Georgia, New York, Minnesota. I've, I've seen how the way of life is so much different than Baltimore. So I would like to go express that. I also would love to go to the motherland, you know, and visit Shug's ancestors. Because <laughs> um, after a couple of weeks ago, Shug is more African than I am. So <laughs> I need to, I need to visit okay. Shug's people. Okay. It, we, we all joke about it, but there was, we were, we were hanging out in the stream yards and I was like, man, imagine if I'm 10% and all of them were like, no, nah, you ain't 10%. There's no way. And don't hit me up because you more you more African than me. <laughs> so it's a joke. Um, but uh, to Jose, uh, lunch break hot takes thing. No, I want to go in December. I, I want to go when it's okay. cold. I want to be right there because I'm okay. gonna sit there. You ain't ready for my it. ass off with you guys. I I just want I want to. I'm ready. You ain't ready for it. Listen, listen. The cold. I'm listen. The cold. The cold. No. The cold in the stadium is colder than it is outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, I'll be I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I probably okay. have to drink. So the first one I went to, it was cold and rainy. Oh, thanks. Mm. Mm. 
I just went to my first. I just I just went to my first Steeler game last year. Uh, it was try to go to this one this year. It was so, so rainy that I had to uh, enlist the hotel staff to wash and dry my clothes because there was no way my clothes would have been dry enough to put back in the suitcase uh, and fly wow. back home. Huh. And I said that by myself. <laughs> we were good. The first game I ever went to was with Jasmine. It was 2011. Mm-hmm. First game of the season, Steelers versus Ravens. And we won. And we were sitting in the end zone. And Anquan Bolden caught that touchdown right in front of us. And I'm like, yeah. It was a, it was a pretty good day. Pretty good day. But Brandon says, uh, Coach, myself, OTR Mike, LBHT, and Shug. Now, speaking wow. of... Yeah, right, Shug. Uh, speaking <laughs> of these YouTubers being his favorite, coming uh, this summer, we're actually having a meet and greet somewhere in Baltimore, probably probably Howard County, where you can come get some food, buy some merchandise, hang out with us for a bit. So stay tuned for that. You're gonna, make, you're, gonna make, you're gonna make me fly all the way out to Baltimore. All right. yeah, yeah. You just said you want to go to the game. Right. Right. And we're trying. We're trying. Game, this is just no, no, no. So we're trying. We're hey, trying okay. to make it. A, we're trying to make it hey, a round okay. game. No, 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 no. But as long, hey, as long as you take me to the Golden Dragon, I'm good. That's all I want to go to. Okay. With you and OTR Mike, that's all I ask. If Coach comes, if Coach comes, I'll be more happy. But you and Mike, that's where I want to go. Jazz, tell, tell him about the Golden Dragon. Like it ain't. It, I don't know what he's expecting. What is it? It's, it's just okay. a little. It's a little. So first, so first, so first, the Golden Dragon used to be a Chinese curry house spot, mm-hmm. and you just go in there, or your food. You might be able to sit down. They had these little booths. You go in there, get your Chinese food, and be out. Then they built it up and turned it into kind of like a club atmosphere. So now you have the curry outside, then you have the club side, Man. and they have a lot of TVs. It's like a, it's like a semi lounge sports barish type thing. Oh. Okay, but, that's the, different. but the one thing I will say is, them drinks are strong. Them drinks, oh. is, them drinks. Hey. Oh, oh don't, don't talk about strong drinks. We got a place here, <laughs> and in their slogan is called "Where the drinks are real." Mm. And if you if you go past two, you're a soldier. If you go past two, you're a soldier. That's how real. So my MT, uh, MTD, I'm, I'm California too, but. Uh, I've just heard so much about the Golden Dragon. That's where I go. But no, I de- I'll definitely, I'm definitely coming out there for a meet and greet. I'm, I'm totally down for that. End of the street. <laughs> First, what is it you with you in strip clubs? <laughs> what is it with you in strip clubs? No, no. Golden Dragon is a place to, for you to eat. You're thinking of Norma Jeans, and they closed that down. Oh, yes. yes you don't want to go no strip. You don't want to go to places and be more. That's it. Baltimore strip clubs. <laughs> Norma Jeans is is very popular. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's very popular, but right. if you love seeing strippers with bullet holes, <laughs> stab wounds, <laughs> and stretch marks, <laughs> that's the place for you. Dre laughing, but he knows it's true. Facts. You know it's that's true. Where I, that's where I need to be. I love a, a bullet. Yolanda, I'm sorry. I like a bullet hole. I, I, I like do you, Shug. Whatever, whatever, you know, floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever, whatever, whatever makes you happy, Shug. You know what? If you if there's a chance that I might get shot at, I'm there for a good time, and I'm cool. You know, that's how I roll. My my days are over with. Y
because look, when he said club, I, he I was gone. And then right. when he the lounge, I kind of kind of reeled me back in. Right, it's it's not like that. I don't do clubs, and I definitely don't do stripper clubs. I when I listen, first thing I always do when I get if I have to go to a stripper, a strip joint, first thing I do is find a chick that I think is most dominant. And I pay her to keep other chicks away from me because I don't want none of them. My OCD does not allow for these nasty chicks to be coming near me. Right. <laughs> and next, every time, can, can I ask a question? Next real subject. Quick, coach? Next can I ask you a question real quick, Coach? Yeah. Do they let you? Do they let you um, tailgate in Baltimore? Yes. They okay. do. Because Cali, I, I, I have Cali they don't anymore. I well, they do. But they do. Yeah. That's because y'all don't know how to y'all don't know how to act over there. From what I hell seen, no, we don't have. You not seen the what the Dodger fans killed the Giants fan? Them fools yeah, are crazy. Y'all don't know how to act. Yes, it's right up under a bridge. If I'm not mistaken, is that right, Hendo? Most of the tailgate is in a lot, like right up. Yes. Yes. It is. Oh, and listen, I think I met um, Bird Birdland, the Birdland guy. Berlin BS, I think, is their their show. I met them the first time I went, I think. But tailgate be lit at um, you know, in Baltimore. Listen, I just didn't know anybody, but tailgate be lit. Listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. Like Daniel says, several bots. Well, I know we like talk- Daniel. When I come out there, you got to show me where to go, okay? And keep me safe, please. I know we talk a lot of crap about Baltimore, but I will tell you this: when you go to those tailgates for the Ravens games, people you don't know. We'll be like, you want something to drink? You want something to eat? I'll throw this on the grill for you right now. Like, they are so nice and so giving at them Ravens games. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, eh, it's a different story. <laughs> Depending on if Lamar yeah, played tonight. Like, like, like MT, uh, MTD, MDT said uh, in California, you can, uh, you can tailgate at uh, SoFi, but just to get just to get it paid for the parking lot, it, it costs $250 uh, just for parking. Oh, they're they going to tax you. The, the, yeah, my first Steeler game. Yeah, my first Steeler game when I went when I went to because the first game I ever went to was Raiders versus San Diego, and I was 15, and the Raider fans were trying to get me drunk, and I was 15. They're like, "You want a drink?" I was like, "I'm 15. That don't matter." But the uh, when I went to the Steelers uh, Chargers game, uh, the tailgate it was fun. and everybody was cool. You know, yeah, there was trash talking, but nobody was like really tripping. It was fun. They had some dude had a bar. So you, he's like, just tip me, and you can order whatever drinks you want. He gave me a margarita, and it wasn't even a margarita; it was just tequila, uh, but it was fine. Um, you know, the people that, yeah, the, the the people next to us was was cooking tacos, and they're like, "Hey, you're a Steeler fan here? We'll we'll cook you tacos." You know, it was it was real dope. So that, that's the kind of experience I want. So if, if Baltimore's like that, that's why that's what I want to experience. All right, Spawn says, "What was everyone's first live NFL game?" Me and Jasmine already told you about the Raven Steelers. Yeah, mine was Raiders, Raiders San Diego in San Diego. Mine was um, Saints. I can't. I'm trying to think of the other team, but I'll tell you how you remember. You remember when the Saints fans got in trouble for throwing stuff on the field on a Monday night game? Oh, I was. I wasn't throwing, but I was at that game. Was it the Colts? Might have been the Colts because I know the first play of the game was a play action by Peyton Manning. But I don't know if because I've been to a bunch of games in the Superdome, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was that. It might have been that game, and it probably was that game. It was the Colts. I'm gonna say it was the Colts, and um, had a blast. Had a blast. Caught caught a flat on the way back on the bridge with no lights, so we were changing the tire with a lighter. Oh wow! <laughs> Darn. Wow. You lot of drink. 
Okay. It was the Bucks for me, I think. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay Bucks with um, – oh, I'm not going to tell you who was playing because then I, I'll date myself. So it was a while ago. <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> She like it's a, it was the Oilers. It was the right. <laughs> it was when it was when um, mm. Rondé Barber was with Tampa Bay. Mm. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Oh, okay. Tiki Barber. No, no. He was in. I think he was a giant. <laughs> Giants. He was with New York. He was a giant, and then his twin brother Rondé, Rondé, whatever his name is, he was um, in Tampa. Hey, Ferris. When did when did New York win its not last Super Bowl, but the one before that? Was that twenty ten? No. Look at yes. Barbara. No, it wasn't yeah. 2010 because we were in the Super Bowl 2010. Who was we? It was like 2011. The 20 had to be 2011. We won 2012. Johns won 2011. Rondé Barber retired like the year before, so it was like 2010, 2009. Yeah. I, I will tell you this: the, the Raider, the Raider Charger game yeah. I went to, the Charger Raider game I went to is the it was on the news uh, <laughs> when the guy got stabbed because it happened in front of me because the guy said "f the Raiders" and then he wow. just got. He just got stuck, right? I was 15 years old, never seen a person get stabbed, and he got stuck, and he just dropped to the ground. I was like, "Whole oh, what the heck? And nobody nobody checked up on him until security ran up. None of the mm. fans cared. It was all Raider fans. They didn't care. They left mm. him there. I was like, damn. So that's why I knew I don't want to go to Raider games by myself. So. Right. Yeah. Speaking of football, since we're talking about it now, we have something new coming up for you next week. Uh, Coach, you want to let people know what's going on? Hey, who's that young fella? How about uh, that? <laughs> starting Monday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we're doing Ravens Daily with Coach Evans. So it's really a call-in show, but I know the first couple of days uh, it's going to you know, take a minute to get off the ground. So hopefully you know, it becomes a staple in your afternoon. And um, as we get closer to the season, I would love to grow it to Thursday. And possibly to Friday also, but to start off with, at least for the first couple of weeks, we're gonna go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four thirty to five, um, call in show, and we're gonna have a topic. I'm gonna try to have one topic each day, but if I need to do more than one, I will. But I got Monday lined up, and I'll let you guys know at a Monday what the topic is for that. But I'm pretty sure everybody knows. I just want to hear what everybody else thinks about this certain situation, and you already know the situation. Okay. Okay, is doing a is doing a calling show difficult? I thought about it, but I was just like, I had like too much work. Um, it's risque. It's risque, but the fact that I've done it after games, I think um, I have a general hold on you know what to do and whatnot. I've only had I've I've had my calling show for two years. First mm-hmm. year I did it after every game. Last year I didn't do it as much because people jumped into spaces afterwards. But, you know, um, I've only had one troll, like one incident to come in and say, um, you know, just be a butthole, so to speak, right. for, for two, <laughs> two and a half years of of doing it. But, you know, hopefully you'll come in and give, you know, people people want to talk about what's going on with Baltimore. I think I'm a good listener and I can, you know, give my feedback. And it, it's from there. I, I, I think what makes the calling show for me good, because I don't have to talk. Right. Huh. I don't have to talk. I, I want to see how you feel about a certain situation and maybe get you to see it differently or concur and kind of back up what you're talking about. But for the most part, it, you know, it's for the fans to get it off their chest. Because even like when we have the roundup on Mondays after like a bad loss, it's, it's therapy yeah, to, to get that out and whatnot. Coach, do you have a roadcaster or how do you do the college show? If I, may ask. Um, I have a program that I use. 
and um, I just have it on one screen, and the, then I bring, bring the audio in from that screen. That's gotcha. all. Okay. It's, it's simple. It ain't, it ain't rocket science. That's what's up. Gotcha. All right. You got another tip? Appreciate you, Marco G. Marco G says, what's good, everyone? Just dropping by. Hope everyone is enjoying that Saturday night. I'm putting on my bulletproof vest, my hard hat, and going to Norma Jeans. <laughs> Taking in those tips and advice. And if I don't come back, oh, well. But listen, man. Let's go, Marco. I'm down. Marco, Marco you ain't got to worry about that. They, they shut them down. They got shut down. Don't worry about it. Something happened. It was dirty. Liquor license. Something happened. Norma Jeans is no longer. But I'm sure maybe by summertime they'll be back. But Are you surprised that a strip club was dirty? <laughs> listen, No. Millstream, Millstream. I would eat at Millstream. You remember that, Dre? I do. We used to go. We used to do service jobs there. And when yeah. you walk in, you like it's clean as I don't want here. Yeah, yeah. Service jobs. Yeah, right. They always had problems with the internet. Always, huh? No, yeah. they really did. Once a I, week. I bet they. I bet they did have problems with the internet. Listen, Once a week. This way it's located. They had a manual no, shortage on. Listen, I'm not even going to lie to you. I do believe that there were certain dudes that would go there and cut and do certain things to make us have to keep going back. Because every time somebody went, it's always like six, seven dudes with them. Right, right. Somebody, what's the problem? We need, we here to help. They're like, it's a lot of y'all. We just need to make sure it gets fixed right this time. So, <laughs> three, weeks, three weeks later, is, are you we write, one of those six or seven dudes? Bro, I don't care if it's clean or not. It's still a strip club. <laughs> no. So you're not one of six or seven dudes? No. Okay. Uh, I went there twice, and I was like, eh, the next time I get this job, I'm going to make sure somebody else go. I'm like, this crap? Ugh. Just check it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that guy. <laughs> All right, next question. How is it that someone can give up on someone or something so easily when times get tough? Yolanda. Ooh. Once again, I'm going to go with that... Um famous lawyer answer. It just depends. It really depends on the reason for the tough times. Um, I think, you know, people, you know, they, they meet at different stages in life and and different reasons that they're, you know, bring them together, but uh, it, it could be a couple of things. It could be that that person's just not really into you. Um, it could be that that person just has a trigger, right? That you might have or, or that they might not be ready to address. And for some reason, what you are bringing to them or what, um, you know, what, what, what the reason for the disconnect could be something that that individual is not ready to to face so that could be another you know another reason but again i'm going to i'm going to go back to the it depends answer but th- there could be a, a number of reasons but just giving up very quickly is i think um, when we talk about like what is it called self preservation or protecting yourself or guarding yourself we talk about fight or flight and I think giving up could land or fall into that category of flight in terms of maybe protecting oneself. Mm-hmm. So that could also be another reason. So it really just depends. Drake? Maybe it's learned behavior. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people are, are wired to do things that they saw happen in their own lives. 
You know, I try not to at this stage of my life judge people because we all come from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So maybe it's just learned behavior. That's all they know. You know, when the going gets tough, they get out of there. You know? Chuck? I would agree with you guys, but then there's sometimes there's also there's also context. Um, for me, I've been one to definitely give up on something because of just past uh, my past. You know, my um, I'm a very much a person that uh, <clears throat> was very I, I I can say this as an adult now. I was very lonely. Uh, my mother was a single mom, worked, she wasn't home. My sister was young. My brother was older. He was already out of the house. My little sister, um, she was young, so she was always with my grandmother. Um, I was left by myself. My dad wasn't around. Um, and so when you when you start to get a feeling of uncertainty, of um, you know, just get that feeling like something bad's going to happen, mm-hmm. you just say screw it because you don't want to you don't want to have those feelings again of being alone. Uh, even though you're you're le- you're giving up on something and you're alone, <laughs> you know it's stupid to think about, uh, but it's it's just how you see things. Um, I think Dre's correct. It's also how you you what you've learned in your life uh, that sometimes that takes over. Um, so I think that's uh, I think it's it goes both ways. So um, yeah, I just think that that's how it is. Jasmine. Uh, I think it's one of two reasons you didn't really want it, or it's just too hard. Um, giving up is really easy to do. You're just wiping your hands with it. It's harder to stick it out, find a way to make it work, put in the hard work and dedication and keep going day after day when it's not where you want it to be. So I think you either just don't want it or it's just too difficult. Okay. Coach? I think it's it's two reasons. Um, Reason one, selfish. Okay. If if the, the situation doesn't benefit you anymore, it's wash my hands, done with it. So to me, that's the selfish part. And, and then the, the second part is some people just not not built to, to go through stuff. They want microwave. They don't want to work to to maintain or work to better or work to uh, persevere. They just want it to be, they want it to happen quick. And if it don't happen quick, I'm out. But it, it, I think it's those two reasons why people can can give up, you know, so easily. But and not to say that what anybody else said is wrong. I just want to add, like, pile on to to what they said, not not right. to give credit what was said. Yes, sir. So you know, I'm I'm with the the last two of you. Where I have two reasons myself. Um, first is I'm gonna go with self fulfilling prophecy and self love. A lot of times in life, people aren't taught how to love. People aren't taught or, or learn or have that learned behavior of I deserve more. So a lot of times when people get in relationships and they find somebody that is perfect for them, they find ways to create drama that's not there and mess it up because in their life, they, don't, they feel like they don't, I don't deserve this. This person is too good for me. Why is this person with me? So they self-implode and make it all disappear. Mm-hmm. The second reason for me is it's society. It's the simplest, the simplest way to put it is society is the reason we give up so easily, especially nowadays, because nowadays everything is at the touch of your finger. Yep. I got a girl. She gets on my nerves. I can text somebody right now 
and be over her house in 20 minutes. I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to go through tough times because it's 12 chicks in my DM right now trying to holler at me. I got options. It's the options, uh, uh, options portion of it. So why do I need to stick through these tough times when I can go be on easy street and be with somebody that's giving me the projection that they're going to do better? We have, in, in, in certain instances, it's, it's like the question of, they, they ask some young people nowadays, do you want to get married? And to the young people, they're like, no, I don't. What's the point? What's the benefit of it? So when it comes to these relationships and staying a part of something and building and going through those rough patches and coming out on the other side stronger, I can just go do something else. Because especially nowadays, it's all about having fun and living your life. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy how society flips. <laughs> and um, myself, Dre, Hendo, I'm not sure if Suge's age, but he got great. So I'm sure he's up there with us. <laughs> you, you remember when we chased the girls? Yes. Yes. And 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 keep in mind, I see it on a daily basis. The guys are the ones being chased now. Thanks. And it's. it's I mean, I mean, the girls were chasing me when I was in. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing it out. And the crazy. I get what you're saying, Coach. The crazy part (laughs) of that, Coach, is they outnumber us. Yes. So we should be chasing them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, me, but. And that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a theory there that um, women are the new men. No, I wasn't going that far. I wasn't going that far. I ain't, I ain't that controversial. I ain't controversial at all. But the thing is, it, it's this: it, they outnumber us, right? right. Women outnumber us, and right. there are a few of us that are trying to do positive things with with mm. our our lives. So right. that even cuts the pool in half. So now you're looking at <laughs> so now you're looking at a guy that got options because there are so many of us that this they are not attracted to, to women because okay. of what they do like in the streets or or they don't work whatever the, the case is. So you got guys that's trying to do stuff for themselves. Now they got instead of it being one to three, it's one to twelve. Right. But that's where your options come in at. And then you start to deal with a certain type of fella that feel like he don't need whatever, and then that be the ones that be running. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember growing up. I remember growing up, and if you wanted to get a girlfriend, you had to have some kind of money, and you had to either try to get a car or the process of getting a car or a way to get them so you guys can hang out. Um, and it's crazy when I hear. When I, you know, I see like my my girl's niece, she's in high school and people are, you know, things like that. And they talking about, yeah, these kids have nice phones, but they don't know how to get a, their license. I mean, I was talking to my son the other day. I had a work permit by the time I was 15. I was working for Kmart. If y'all don't know what that is, it's like a target. Yeah, they don't know. You know, but I worked for Kmart at 15. I was working for a church group all summer. I would take, I would leave for the summer, go work for three months. You know, because I wanted money, because I wanted money to be able to to impress a girl. Hmm. And I think nowadays, it it's still about the money, but it's different. It's just it, you don't see people, you know, working that hard. I mean, maybe Coach disagrees. He's he sees it on because he's a teacher. He sees it on an everyday thing, but it's just to me, it's just it's just not the same. You know, my son's in twelfth grade. You know, he's he's liking girls first. now. <laughs> Ferris, you remember the ma- Ferris remembers the mash days. If y'all don't know, Ferris used to like Little, little House on the Prairie. Ferris, Ferris is twenty-one, going on sixty-eight. 
um, but you know, growing up, when I was growing up, it was about you know the things that impressed girls. Then was like, did you have you know, did you have money to take them on a date? Did you have a car to pick them up? Um, you know, things like that. Now it's just it's just changed. You know, it, it's just really changed, and so it's crazy how, like you said, coach, things have just changed. So yeah. I think I think one of the fundamental shifts was social media because you'll get a you'll get a young lady and she'll post a video of her curbing a guy or getting him to take her on a date spending all his money and put it on social media now you have other chicks following they want to do that too when i came up i think one of the one of the better things in back then i thought it was a negative because my mother never had a car my mother never had a driver's license so everywhere I went, I had to catch the bus. But it was those times when catching a bus that I got to know somebody. Because when you stand mm-hmm. on a bus stop for 50, 60 minutes waiting on the bus, and then it takes another 40 minutes to get to where you're going, you have to have conversations. We didn't have phones to look at or anything to put in our ears to kind of distract us from what was going on. Then another thing that I think I just thought about it, I was having a conversation with some younger guys, and they told me the dating scene today is so much different. They said at one point, you had to cash app a chick $100 before you took her out and then had to take her out. So you don't even know the girl, but you need to cash app her some money. Uh, no disrespect to Jasmine or Yolanda, but that that's a prostitute. I'm sorry. You, I ain't cash app. <laughs> but that's, but that's a no. disrespect to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, I don't, no, 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 not, not that I'm saying that, but I'm saying I'm not, I'm not cash apping some chick to hang out with her. That's, that's just what the hell is that like? You know, you know. I'm I'm saying as a woman, no disrespect to you guys. That's oh, I mean, you know, I don't sure. take disrespect to it because I don't do it. Sure. Now you know by watching sports and other things, when people first say no disrespect, I'm not racist, but <laughs> okay. Well, I I was meaning it as you know toward women. That to me is just if 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 I was in a dating scene and someone said, "Yo, you want to hang out?" But first, you got to cash at me a hundred dollars. No, uh, I don't personally do it. But I think if somebody does it and somebody else is willing to do it, who am I to get into that? Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know. So, so it's like okay. it's we like know, Wayne said, it ain't tricking yeah, if you got people. it. No, 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 no. We, I know people that would do that. I, I do know people that would do that. Right. I'm saying is you a fool if you are sending somebody money to hang out with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you are sending somebody $150 and say, I'm going to give you $150, we are going to come hang out. Why? If you like me and I like you, we should be hanging out. You should, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't, you should be charging me to hang out with me. So we I'm should honest. be hanging out. Facts. But the explanation I got was from, from the female perspective, it's, it shows me that you're really interested in me and you're not playing games. Mm. That's a lie. <laughs> What? Right. That's right. You're a sponsor. So, so, so that, let me ask you <laughs> what? Let me ask you a question. So that, that yeah, hundred, that that hundred, hundred fifty in, in advance. Right. That's to get the nails and stuff done for the date. I guess. Probably not. That she may or may not go on with you. That she may or may not go on with you. She might get her nails and her hair done and the new outfit and go on a date with someone else. Right. But that's a different. That's a different. You might be her sugar daddy. Yeah, helping her. I better be getting the sugar then, because that's a different story. Nowhere in that call, nowhere in that conversation did it say I'm going to front you 150 so that you can get the sugar. That's not what it was said. It said if you want to hang out with me. Yeah. 
That's what was well, said. I ain't it, you ain't getting 150 for me. Now, if we've been seeing each other for a couple for a minute, and you're like, you know, Yolanda's like, hey, should send me some money because I'm gonna look good for you tonight. Oh, okay, that's a different story. But sure, they've, like, never, they've never gone out. These people just oh, met. Right. These are two people yeah. who've never gone out before. These are just two people who, you know, say, hey, I kind of like you. Oh, I like you too. Let's go out. Okay. Well, before you do that, here are my prerequisites. You've got to, you know, Again. fund me $150 if you want to spend 30 minutes with me or an hour with me or, or whatever. <laughs> oh, they said, no, she's paying me to take to Chipotle. <laughs> okay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a true story. My girlfriend, uh, we met and we went on a date. And I barely had $40 in my bank account because I didn't get paid till Friday. It was Thursday. She wanted to go out. I had $40. I had enough just to pay for the food. I couldn't even order a soda. I had to get water. And I was hoping she was going to order water. She ordered soda. And I was like, shit, I don't know if I have enough Language. money. Sorry, my apologies, Yolanda. But I was like, I don't even know if I have enough money to cover this. Luckily, it went through. And then the overdrafting kick in because my check-in went, went in the next day. So I ain't paying nobody $100, $150 to hang out. I'm, I'm sorry. That's just yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's correct. That's, that's I think crazy. general consensus is, is, is wild. Again, if, if we're talking, you say, hey, I want to look good for you tonight. I'm a little short to get my nails done, to get my hair done. That's a different, that's a different story, you know? Yeah. But if you, if you just like, hey, you want to hang out with me? Oh, I, I need a hundred dollars. No, I, again, no any any women in the chat. No disrespect. That's just prostitution. I'm sorry. You know, and you, and you might not give it. And like Yolanda said, that doesn't even mean you getting some. That just no, means you know, me money you're, you're my company. Not. Yeah. Fuck no. all that. <laughs> Screw all that. Sorry. All right. Next question. How do you personally disconnect from the world so you can give yourself a break, Coach? <laughs> Ooh. Do you even give yourself a break? Lately? Nah. I need to. But nah, I don't. I, I'm responding to comments. I'm trying to figure out what's new to put up. Like, nah, honestly. I I need to for for my self-preservation. But I just I don't right now. I, I all I know is grind. Even when I was when I was coaching. When I, when I, I'm gonna I'm say it like this. So yeah, most most people know I was coaching until this year. It's 20 years in the game. So this would be a typical day during the season. And if I'm lying, my wife can tell you because she's the one that kind of caught the back end of it from getting lack of time. Mm -hmm. um, go to work at 7. You know, teach till 1.50. Have, have meetings from 2 o'clock to 2.30. Uh, practice from 3 to 6.30. And that's just the first part of the day. Then at uh, six thirty, I would I, I would always leave as soon as practice was over with because I was in charge of film. So I would come home, load the film. Uh, I maybe would eat while the film's loading. I'd uh, break down the film, kind of the stuff that you see on my channel. That's what I would mm -hmm. do for the kids. I would break down the film for them um, and have like the videos you you see on YouTube. That's exactly what I was doing with my kids and sending it to them. Then when I finished about seven thirty eight, maybe nine. Then I started my YouTube work until about 11, 12, 1, 2 o'clock. And then get up right. and do the same thing again. The only day I would take days off, like from YouTube, would be on Fridays because that was game day. Okay. And so that was my whole speed. I like, I, but all I know is work. I just work. I wake up and work. And, you know, you know, Coach Coach has me missing playing high school football. I played one year and then I, I quit because I was like, 
I couldn't do it anymore. I was, I was over it because I didn't get the size. I thought it was going to be a tight end. It didn't happen. I got fat. Don't, don't feel bad. I'm going to play one. The tar, the Taurus in me reared his, his, his nasty head. And, you know, I know this ain't my show, but I'll tell this other story. Go ahead. Tell your so, story. Seven, eighth grade, I was a quarterback. I was the yeah. guy. Okay. Eighth grade summer, I didn't stay in town. I went to visit my aunt in Port Arthur, Texas. That's where my uh, my love for UGK came from because they're from Port Arthur. And so when I came back, they had stuck another guy at quarterback and told me to go play receiver. So I wasn't trying to hit it. So I quit. So, you know, didn't play ninth grade year, didn't play 10th grade year, didn't play 11th grade year. So 12th grade year, they play an away game. Then they play a home game. So it's two games in the season. I'm like, man, these dudes suck. I started the third game. After not playing for three years, they went and got a physical that Saturday. Started that next Friday, and they had two, had three scholarship offers to play football that year. None of them really mm. panned out, but still had had three opportunities to play football. So, you know, I live with regret from that all the time. I just the stuff, and that's what I, a lot of times I tell them kids: like, um, do do what you can do while you can do it, because living with regret is probably one of the hardest things to. Hmm. To to say yeah. I, I wish I should have did or I I, I could have did more or I should have did like you know in today's age working out and lifting weights is a part of being an athlete. I didn't like doing either until I was through playing ball. Mm-hmm. Coach, same, same. <laughs> I I quit football and I got into wrestling, and by my sophomore year I was a varsity wrestler and I did pretty good. Um, and the next year I knew I could go. Into uh, into CIF Masters and maybe get to state. I don't know if I would have got there, but I hate lifting weights. But I didn't. I never put in the energy or time. I just went off natural gifts because mm-hmm. I was a natural athlete. But I just didn't grow like I thought I was going to be, and I regret it every day because I quit my senior year in wrestling. I had I had offers. They I had someone. They were like, "Look, you do you place if you can get to Masters, which is uh, is a tournament behind CIF." Uh, in California, it's CIF uh, Masters in the state. CIF, CIF is like the state tournament, right? Oh, that's the, like no, the CIF, regional CIF is regional, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Masters is like a, is bigger, and then state is obviously the state. And they're like, if you just get to Masters, uh, we'll we'll give you a scholarship. And I quit because I was I was I was I was irritated. I was I didn't like to work out um, and things like that. And and I should have. And I regret every day. And I tell my son because he's starting to get in the age and wants to play sports. I said, I said, look. You're gonna do it. Do it, but put your time into it. Don't do it just because you think you're gonna. I was like, you need to put time into it because it's not gonna. There's gonna be someone better than you, and there's gonna be somebody um, that's gonna work harder than you. And if you want to be, if you want to go anywhere, you have to work hard no matter what. And if you work hard, you're gonna. At the end of the day, even if you don't make it, you're gonna go. At least I worked hard, and Mm -hmm. I and that's I regret. I regret it every day. I didn't work hard in, in my junior and senior year. And then I quit my senior year and I should have, I should have worked hard in my junior year. And I should have, I should have quit my senior year. And I, I get mad every time I think about it. So thanks for bringing it up, coach. Now, now I'm mad. No, no, no. But yeah, no, great, great advice, coach. Really mm-hmm. great advice. Now, since you're mad, sure, you want to answer the question? I mean, you already know what I do to disconnect. I'd be slinging them cards, you know, magic the gathering. <laughs> uh, magic. Um, I think, I think that, or, um, uh, one of the things is, uh, I like to, uh, really just, uh, watch a movie 
you know, just sit down and watch a movie. I think that that helps me really disconnect from the world because, um, you know, I I tend to take a lot, you know, uh, and and I and I'm dealing with a lot in my life, and you know, sometimes I don't like to t- try to pile on a friend. You know, I may message somebody and say, "Hey, this I, you know, I'm going through some stuff," but I don't. They're going through stuff, so I don't want to. I don't want to bug them. You know, I don't want to put it on them. So, for me, honestly, and I know Hendo makes fun of me, Brandy, everybody, but I'll sit here and I'll play Magic for hours because it just takes me out of that that mindset. You know, and watch or watching a movie is is a is a release for me. You know, okay. is, is a All right, Jasmine. Uh, so I'm in introvert like very much an introvert i'm also an empath and i work talking to people all day so i really have to make sure i take that time to disconnect because otherwise i'll mentally lose it so um i like to take days where i don't talk to anyone um where i just kind of sit by myself collect myself let my social battery recharge by doing things that i like to do that bring me peace and happiness so that i can get back to what i have to do every day um, because it's important and I'm worth it. So yeah, it's music, shopping, um, journaling, going to therapy, things like that. Okay. Yolanda? Um, for me, it's probably a combination of um, music, books, definitely love to read. But when I'm feeling like particularly stressed out, um, just for whatever reason, spa days are very important. And routinely, uh, you know, meeting with my masseuse or uh, the person, you know, my esthetician or, you know, just whoever I'm going to see that day. But um, definitely just and leaving the phone wherever I leave it, whether it's in the car, <laughs> whether it's I leave it at home for several hours where I can just literally just focus on the fact that, okay, I'm feeling exhausted. I'm mentally drained or I'm tired. And uh, this is a source of kind of like rejuvenation for me. Jasmine, I'm with you. I love to shop. So shopping is high on the list, very high on the list when I need a break. (laughs) It might be a little little too high on that list. I need to pull that one down a little bit, but um, yeah. So definitely put me in a mall and I'm happy. I love to shop too. I go on Amazon and I shop for my setup all day. They know, everybody knows. I talk to Hendo all the time about it. I'm like, dude, I need a new yeah. camera. But you know, I'm a people person, so I like to go and, and talk to people. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. I do order from Amazon. I'm an extrovert, yeah, so awesome. don't get me wrong. I definitely, I absolutely will order from Amazon, but then there comes a time where I'm just like, okay, well, there's only so much I can say to the Amazon delivery guy, you know, like, hello, or delivery girl. Hello, oh, thanks, have a good day. And that's pretty much the extent of it. Whereas if I can go to the mall, I can talk to the clerks or I can talk to other people. So, you know. Okay. Dre? Hey, before we get started, Coach, I'm a toss too. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, dang. May 14th, oh, okay, okay. May 14th in the building. Okay, April May 27th. 10th. May 10th. Okay. okay. May 10th is the better. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is sometimes yes. Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Yeah, my son, Mine my falls right around Mother's Day, too, a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. my son's May 9th. He was born on Mother's Day. I told I told oh. my ex-wife, 
Like you got the greatest Mother's Day gift of all time. How about that? You're welcome. How about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like to disconnect myself. Uh, I get up in the morning, every morning, and I take at least an hour. So on work days, I get up an hour early and do nothing. No TV, no music, no nothing. And I collect my thoughts. I get my mind together because I believe your mind controls your whole body. So if your mind isn't together, you know, I feel like your day will reflect okay. that. So, you know, even going to work, mm-hmm. no radio or anything. I'm just in the in the car or the SS Mino, as I call my work van. Because <laughs> once I'm in it, I don't know when I'm coming home. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, that's how I disconnect. You know, silence. Just all in my thoughts. It's just me, and that's it. You know, I thought about this. Um, one one way I used mm-hmm. to do it, and I probably need to get back to it because I felt so much better afterwards. Mm-hmm. But just go play around the golf. Mm-hmm. And like when I used to, when I first first learning how to play, I would play by myself. I would go on the afternoon flight when it was cheaper, and then a lot of people had already been played and went by itself. So I could just kind of, I was almost like me and the workers were there, mm-hmm. and it was just fun to just go out there and lose balls <laughs> and, and make my way around the course and you know have thoughts and whatnot and then and then go from there. So mm-hmm. golf is, is one of the things for me too. It's hard. It's humbling because all mm-hmm. most of all sports came easy to me. That did. Yeah. That's oh. rough. <laughs> very, very <laughs> you know coach you said you said you it's something you need to get back to. Something I used to do a while back is I started. I used to start playing basketball. I used to go play ball, and I used to. Um, I started playing in leagues and stuff like that. Um, I think I need to get back to that because I, I took my son yesterday to the park and we were playing. Um, you try to call me for an up and down. I'm like, look, I can't even get off the ground, so I don't know. How to go <laughs> down and down. Uh, right. <laughs> but um, I think uh, I think that's something that would help me mentally because it was after we were done playing. You know, I sat down. He was shooting and I was like, hey, you need to, you know, work on your shot because he was throwing it up weird. And I was trying to show him. And that was kind of fun because he tried to he was starting to try to do the way I was showing it to him. Um, so I think that that actually would uh, mentally help me out uh, yeah. with disconnecting from stuff. So you're right. That's a, thank you for bringing that up. <clears throat> yeah. So as for me, I don't disconnect from the world. You know, um, unfortunately, like you, coach, I started this YouTube journey. Just thinking it was going to be a hobby, you know, something quick, something slight, nothing real serious. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all of these things started coming at me at once. And I think I got a little bit too much too fast because once I started getting it, it was like, okay, now you have to step your game up. Now you have to start doing things differently. So it is, it is. So every waking moment that I have free, I'm either making some content well, I'm looking at some content to find out how I can better my content. I'm looking at ways to improve or looking for just ideas to spark something because I, I want this now. Like when I was a kid, people used to say, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I never really had an answer because I didn't have any direction or any kind of anyone to look at to say, yeah, that's something that I might want to do. But when I, with this right here, I know for me, this is something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. This is something I want to conquer. I want to do this full time. Lord willing. Um, so I don't really get time to take that break because I'm constantly 
constantly trying to get better and improve and get more followers and get the numbers up and make this money. Right. I um I did something Friday to, to piggyback off your point. I went and found so I, I pulled up a list of the teams on my on one screen. So I went and searched for normal guys YouTube channel for each team. Mm-hmm. Not not like the professional, like the 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 Raiders channel, like a, a person that like people that do the stuff we do. And I start following. So I can look at them and see what they do that maybe I can incorporate. And so at least it'll be on my 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 I guess we don't have timeline on YouTube. I guess whatever they show us, at least their stuff will be up there so I can see when they're live and maybe I can steal an idea from them or be like, okay, I like that. Let's see if I can do something like that. Because it's it's so many out there <laughs> that Thanks. um that's doing what we're doing. And I just wanna, you know, if, if I could do it full time, I would love it. But it's gonna have it's gonna have to pull a lot, a lot take a lot to pull me out of that classroom. Yeah. Thanks. I mean, listen, we're gonna get there. Because what we what we're what we're building right now, it's gonna come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 gonna be more than YouTube. We're gonna hit that YouTube thing, but we're gonna go outside the realms of YouTube production direction music everything so you know it's coming it's, it's a slow process but i'm here for it i, I don't mind putting in the work you know i know brandon gonna be there you know what i'm saying i know i know it's allowed but take a break for what listen i'm gonna i mean we stuff. all follow but, but we all follow lunch break hot take so yeah <laughs> listen i'm on the older side of 30 so you know what i mean I, I'm still young enough to put this work in <laughs> while I'm still in my 30s. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm 30, 15, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. 30, 30, 30, 18 up in this piece. <laughs> You've grown twice. Speaking of, um, I saw several people putting birthdays. If you happen to be celebrating a birthday this month in the month of March, if you feel comfortable, Drop your birthday in the chat. Um, if you happen to have a birthday coming up in April, put that in the chat as well. We'd like to, you know, at least recognize you for those who are celebrating birthdays. And while you're here, go ahead and take 2.5. Hit that like button. If you're getting something out of this, hit the like button. If you're new, welcome. We love it. We're glad you're here. Sit down, grab a beverage of choice, and hit the subscribe button. Not just to this channel, but there are several YouTubers who are on the platform here as well as in the chat. And I'm sure Hendo will link their descriptions, uh, link their um, channels in the description box. Be sure to go check them out. You'll have a good time. Yes, they will all be there. But since you brought it up, you know, let's just run through, let's just run through a couple of them real quick. Okay. You know, we got Lunch Break Hot Tape, who also does Ring King's Pod. There's a fight going on tonight, so I believe they will be streaming after the fight, along with our good friend OTR Mike, Open Mike with OTR Mike. Where the mic is open to Smooth any and everyone. Voice. Smooth voice mic. Smooth voice right. mic. <laughs> also, we got electric relaxation with myself and Mr. Galloway Dre over here. We talk about hip hop, old school hip hop in particular. We also got my youngest, my son, SKAJ. If you want to go see some Call of Duty, some things, he's starting to get his uh videos up there. And of course, we got the sip to tally. Yep, we got yep. the OG in the house. If you love all things Ravens, make sure you stop over there and hit that channel. And if you want something for the streets. Make sure you go to more sip to tally. That's that's for the streets. That's for the streets, baby. That's for the streets, baby. Everybody can get some. That, also, that channel is the one that's telling you to cash out behind dollars before you come see me. How about that? Going rate is one fifty. Inflation, we're gonna get it up there. And also every Monday night, myself, Coach Evans, lunch break hot take, 
OTR Mike and Chris just joking from Deep Cover Podcast. We have a Ravens roundtable at 9 p.m. Make sure you check it out. Straight you know fire. Um, birthdays. Before I forget, OTR Mike this week. And if I'm not mistaken, Chris tomorrow. Is- tomorrow. Chris tomorrow? Chris is tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Yes, let's already know. Suge Knight. He has a steel conspiracy every Tuesday night at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with his co-host, Brodney, from Lunch Break Cocktail. <laughs> also, we got my man, Raven C. C. in the house. If you like jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes, make sure you check <laughs> Make sure you check him out. All dope content creators. Somebody's going to have something that you like. Make sure you go over to their channels and subscribe. Yeah. Every, you know what? Right now and I see several people put their birthdays in there. So that's cool. That's awesome. Someone actually has my birthday. We share a birthday. I'm not going to say who, but there's somebody in the chat as I'm going through who shares my birthday. Um, I see Black Daniels has a birthday tomorrow. Happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, birthday. happy birthday. happy birthday, bro. Indeed. Coach, Indeed. I don't I don't know if you heard the story of how I found lunch break hot tape. So it was when the Ravers and Steelers played, the Steelers won. And I, I put in Raver, Ravens Steelers reaction. And there was just, and maybe, now maybe this explains it. So it's live. It's a white guy. Next one's a white guy. Next one's a white guy. Next one's a white guy. And then I get to like the six. And it's two, it's two, it's two black dudes. And I'm like, I'm going to go into their stream because I want to talk to them. Because all these other dudes are just, I already know what they're going to say. So I went in there and I said, I told Jose, I go, I'm a Steelers fan. But he thought I was a Ravens fan because my my thing was purple. Purple. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm a Steelers fan. And ever since then, I followed them. I told Ferris, I go, man, you gotta check these two dudes out. They're cool as hell. And we start and we both started following them. And then one day, I think I asked them on the a show to come on. They came on. And ever since then, it's been what a year and a half, two years now that we've been following and being cool with them. Met Hendo. Obviously, met you. Met Dre. Met everybody. So, but it's just crazy that randomly I was just like, I want to look up a reaction to the game, and I ran into them. Best thing you ever did. All our, all our stories like that. Hendo told a story um, uh, yesterday, was it? About how you kind of, you know, f- fell into it when you was on with, um, I forget, the, what's the dude? Raven's Flock? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, he Flock told that story. Speaks. Flock Nation Speaks. Like, it's just, it was random. All this is randomness. Yeah. And it's, cra- it's crazy how the, how the world works and, and, and the ether works. It's just... Our our meeting came from a James Prochet. Mm. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy how it comes full circle. Because even before I started getting into watching people on YouTube, I would see Co- I saw a Coach on a show with some other guys, and I was just like, okay. And I never really thought of, oh, they do this weekly. I just saw him on there one time, then I saw him on there another time. Then I started doing this YouTube thing, and then I met him again. And I'm just like, certain things were just meant to have it. And I told them this before, like, it's just certain energies were bound to come together. Mm-hmm. And we met for a reason. And it's about to be really powerful. And when y'all see it, and when it actually comes, watch out. Yeah. I feel it. All right. Next question. Or the next statement, actually. Fondest childhood memory. Coach. You keep going to me first. <laughs> nah, my fondest childhood memory. All right, so let me tell you this. There's an iPhone commercial where um, this little kid's about to race. And his mom walks up to the start line. She pulls her phone out. 
and they say go and as the kid is running down the um the track his mom is basically running through the crowd filming him you ever mm-hmm. seen a commercial yep well that happened to me in real life so at, i'm an eighth grader playing db and um i get an interception i'm running down the sideline because it was about to be a pick six i just hear my mom and so i'm, I'm gonna look to see where she is She's right in stride with me on the fence going down. So as I'm at the 30, she's at the 30. I peek at her. I, I peek at, at the, the players. I peek at her. I peek at the players. I get to the end zone. She in the end zone celebrating just as more than me. So, and, and there's probably other memories right now, but that's since that commercial came out, that's the one that I think of the most. And I'd say, Mom, you can't do that no more. And I don't think she can't. She didn't let me know she was at any more of my events until my senior year when we was in the playoffs in baseball that was and she probably snuck to some games and came whatnot but the, the from that play from that play up until the playoff games of my senior year i don't know if she came to another game she said she didn't but i'm sure she was somewhere that's around that's what's up but we know where you got your speed from Shook. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. I think my fondest childhood memory. Um, so, like I said, I wrestled, but my my freshman year, I had got caught uh, uh, ditching. So the coach was like, "You're gonna practice with varsity," and I was a freshman, um, and so I practiced all year, all summer with the varsity, and I ended up making varsity. Uh, but during the uh, and then between my sophomore and junior year, with wrestling, it goes to year all, all year round. So you can wrestle tournaments in like October. So there was a tournament um that i went to and like i had said before i was i'm a very lonely i was a lonely kid because my mom worked my dad wasn't around well my dad and my mom said they're going to come to this tournament in october it was a halloween it was a halloween tournament and i was so happy so they're there and it took forever for me to get a match so they get they call my name and you know i'm I'm getting ready i'm warming up and i'm so excited because my dad and my mom are there to finally see me wrestle they've never seen me wrestle i'm excited as hell uh, so I get on the mat, and I, this kid had no chance. I, I beat him in two seconds. I, I don't know what where it came from, what happened, but I just grabbed him, put him down on the ground, pinned him. And I look up, and I come running to my mom and dad. And I said, you guys see that? You guys see that? They said, no, we looked the other way. <laughs> and when we looked back, your match was over. <laughs> and I was so mad. I was like, are you kidding me? And then, But, and then, but then uh, one of the parents had taped it. So my mom and dad got to watch it, um, and then they were. It was going to be a, a longer time before I got to wrestle again. So my mom and dad were like, "Hey, we got to go," because you know my dad had to get back to where he was going, and my mom had to go get my sister. I said, "Okay, no problem," you know. And so those are that was my like one of my fondest memories because I was so excited to finally have my mom and my dad there to watch me play a sport because they had never done it before. I think maybe one time before. Um, they had, but they had never because they had split up when I was younger. So to have my mom and dad there uh, to watch me wrestle and see the whole the hard work I had put in was so exciting. But then they didn't even get to see it at all because they they turned the other way because <laughs> I was too amped up to and I beat the guy so quick. Um, but it's one of my fondest memories. That's what's up, Jasmine. Uh, So mine is probably one of my birthdays when I was younger. Um, We had a big party at a park. I got to have both sides of my family there. So all my favorite people. Um, We got to do all the things that I love to do. We had a hula hooping contest. We had hot dogs with purple mustard or ketchup or whatever it was at the time. 
Um, and I just remember it being really fun. It marked the time in my life where I was really happy. So it's probably my fondest. The Tapsco State Park? Yep. <laughs> Yolanda? Shout, shout, shout out to the ketchup that was purple. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. That weird time in our lives. <laughs> it came from Heinz Field. Yeah. Shout out to Heinz Field. Shut your mouth. Yolanda? <laughs> Favorite, uh, fondest childhood memories probably when I was uh, I was a foreign exchange student in London in high school, oh, and that yeah. was a blast. Um, definitely want to go back, but um, got to perform for several dignitaries while I was there. It was really, really a good time. So that would be, you know, that would be my fond one of my fondest. Perform. Yes. Elaborate. Uh, I'm a, you know, I'm a thespian. I've done theater all my life. Mm. And <gasps> That's what's up. What, play, what yeah. place did you do? What place did you do? Ah, you know, several, but um, probably my favorite, probably my favorite would be um, for colored girls who've considered suicide when the rainbow is enough by Ntozaki Shange. Mm. Um, that one was award winning. It was really good. It was a very good show. Very good performance. That's awesome. Um, I've done oh. others. I've done, you know, I've done the whole gamut from Shakespeare to uh, of mice and men. And wow. I, you know, I was in, you know, several. But anyway, so yeah. that's me elaborating, Coach. Thank you. Oh, that's right, Black Daniel. Cheerio, pip pip. Uh, Yolanda, <laughs> just to let you know, I was a, I was a, a Frosty the Snowman uh, in my winter concert. Just, oh. just throwing it out there. Can't talk How did it. you like it? Uh, it was fine until I had to do it in front of the whole damn school and all my friends were there making fun of me. Right. Well, that's the whole part. That's the whole Because you got to remember, a young, a young you do it in front of the entire school. A young, yeah, a young should had a shaved head with a goatee, looked kind of like a troll. And being Frosty the Snowman wasn't, you know, didn't get you high in the, you know, with the girls, you know. But, but did it was, you enjoy it? Not that it, not that you loved it. to gain popularity with the girls, but yeah, did but you I enjoy it. it? I loved it. Wish I would have, I wish I would have been in choir. Uh, yeah. All my all, all four years, rather than <laughs> my last year. Awesome! Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for sharing that show. Frosty the sweaty, <laughs> frosty the sweaty. Yes, <laughs> yes, I was definitely frosty the sweaty. <laughs> Shout out to Mom's Talking Ish podcast. I want to say what's going on to my best friend Stacy. Hmm, so male, female, friends. Okay, she says, "Oh, nice! Wow, how do I get on the panel? Say less, say less. Can you come on next week?" Or was, this, or, or was this just a joke? On the spot. Yeah, don't play with me. Because I'm real about my Drake. Man, I'm about to tell my age. <laughs> but before Cartoon Network, Saturday that mornings. Is. Yes, yes, absolutely. Bowl of cereal. <laughs> up at six, like I'm going to work. I know my parents absolutely love that. But I would Man. sit down and watch cartoons from 6 to noon mm -hmm. on Saturdays. Excellent times. Fun Qu memories. Question, Dre. What's up? At noon, what'd you watch afterwards? Oh, Kung Fu Flicks. You yeah. already know. You don't already forget, know. Don't forget, yes, Nightmare. Don't don't forget Nightmare. Don't yes. forget Nightmare Theater. Oh, and, yeah. then and then wrestling. Oh, and then wrestling. Yeah, Channel 5 yeah. in California. There was the Kung Fu fl Flicks came right on after the cartoons. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Woo. I know they was inspired by that. Facts, facts, facts. So for me, uh, my fondest, one of my fondest childhood memories 
Um, if you've seen previous episodes, you would know that I've spoken about my mother suffering from depression and, you know, I mean, it wasn't a bad childhood, but the one thing that got me was I was 15 years old and my best friend that lived down the street, he was like, man, I'm going to the Bahamas. You should come with me. And I'm sitting there like, man, you no money. What's wrong with you? He's like, man, just go ask your mother. Just go ask your mother. I'm like, bruh, I ain't going. He's like, yo, we're going to ask your mother. Went up and was like, ma, can I go to the Bahamas with her? She was like, I'll see what I can do. And a day later, she came up with the money somehow, some way. And I went to the, Baham to the Bahamas. Now, the, the Bahamas in itself was something special in itself. But just the mere fact that my mother found a way for me to do something outside of Baltimore is what touched me even more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. That yes, it was. Oh, awesome. Yes. Found a way. That's awesome. Found a way. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's crazy. It's crazy what you'll do for your kids. Hmm. About that. About telling that. me. You're telling that, me, Coach. I got I got a PS5 sitting here for a couple weeks now. That ain't it's that's brightness. Stop. That's <laughs> Stop. Wait a minute. Sure. No, did you buy that? Did you buy that for Ben? Yes, I did. You bought that PS5 for Ben? Yes. Yolanda, can I plead the fifth here? It's too late now. You <laughs> answered the question. That's the question. Huh? You, you can. Incriminate Absolutely. Yourself. You can preserve it. But don't say anything else. Until you, until you speak with counsel. Don't say anything else. I got to speak to my counsel. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It says, talk about the moment that you became a diehard fan of your respective organization. Jasmine. Um, so I wasn't even into football up until I was like 16 and I lived with my father, who was like my best friend at the time, huge daddy's girl. And every Sunday he was watching football, ordering pizza and wings and stuff. And I don't know when it magically clicked, but sitting there getting to watch it with him, Bond, um, and then learning the game through him is when I became a fan. Um, and started to actually like take interest in it, learn the players. Um, you know, as a big fan of Placo, he got <laughs> me into two games. <laughs> so yeah, that's when I became a big fan at like sixteen with my dad. Oh, Yolanda. For me, it was when Lamar Jackson became the starting quarterback for the Ravens. So uh, most of you know I'm from Florida. Lamar is too, and I mean when I moved up here in 20 is it 2015 yeah when i moved up here in 2015 i would watch the ravens because that was that's what was on television um i was never a, like committed to any team when i lived in florida i mean i i did like the tampa bay bucks but i wasn't like you know in love with the bucks i wasn't like my team but um when i moved up here it was okay, well, the Ravens are on. All right, well, there's nothing else on, so I guess I'll watch that. But then when Lamar became the um, starting quarterback, I really became, like, you know, a diehard, so to speak, Ravens fan. And I don't even know if I can truly say diehard because is it diehard if you're about to leave when Lamar gets traded? No, you're not. Because diehard to me means so you are there no matter what. It doesn't matter what this organization does. It doesn't matter what decisions or bad decisions they make. You're sticking by your team. So I don't even know if I can truly say I'm a diehard 
Ravens your, fan. I like the Raven. Maybe I'm fair weather. Ravens no, your, your organization that? is Lamar. I mean, it, is, it, it really that's, is. That's, it really that's, is. That's, but they don't seem to see that coach. And so no, the I'm fact saying, that they your the diehard your diehard fandom is of Lamar, not of the Ravens, which is which is fine. Well, I, <laughs> if he, if I he mean, leaves and you leave, you still a diehard fan of Lamar, correct? Well, I, oh, right. I, I will certainly agree with you there. Absolutely diehard uh, Lamar fan, sure, one hundred percent. But I still like the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I, st- you know, I've been watching the team now since twenty fifteen. So, I, I mean, I like the team. I really enjoy the team and I hope Lamar stays, but if he ends up going somewhere else to Detroit or to Atlanta or the commanders, we're not, we're not following him. We're not following him there. Oh, and we'll take away. Yes, that's right. Right. see, I told you that. Um, I told you that I mentioned that the other day. I said, listen, if, if Lamar leaves, we're, we'll gladly take away with us. Oh, queen and Prochet. I didn't say that. Now I'm going to leave Prochet behind. And I'm not even going to start talking about Prochet, Coach. I'm just not going to say anything. Um, but we'll take Queen, too. I like Queen. Queen was fine. He was okay. Although I would like to see Queen stay one more year here to see how he does well, a full year with Roquan. I'd like to really see what that relationship and how that um, flourishes. But, you know, if you guys want him off your hands, we'll take him. Dre. <laughs> Who is always spawn? We'll, we'll, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Dre. I uh, run DMC. Hip hop. Y'all already know what my answer is. When I first heard Run DMC, I was over my cousin's house. Y'all know who my cousin is by now. The guy that got me out of that situation I was in. <laughs> <laughs> check great out story, these, great, check that, out. That's a great story. Yeah. That was- Yes. That, was, that, was a, that was a wonderful story. And you told it very well. I meant yeah. to tell thank you that. Thank you. Thank you, Yolanda. Yeah. So check out uh, yet, uh, last week's episode mm-hmm. to see what we talking about. Hilarious. But yeah, Run DMC. When I first heard them, I fell in love with hip hop. And I've been loving it ever since. It's a little shaky right now, but, you know. Little? I still love it. Yeah. A little bit. You know, right now I've been listening to... um. Freddie Gibbs. I don't know if anybody here watched BMF. No, I mean Wu-Tang. Freddie Gibbs was on the last Wu-Tang episode. So, uh, but yeah, I've been listening to him lately, so. But yeah, hip-hop, y'all. I digress. Alright. Should? Um, so how did somebody, yeah, how did somebody over there become a Steelers fan? Yeah, good question. Well, first off, you don't have to say it like that, okay? Um, Can I? No, my, oh my bad, shit. No, no, somebody said dead. said hip hop was dead. Nas said it right, but Nas just dropped the album. He hip dropped what? He he dropped a couple albums, right? Then he just dropped a video last Dre, week. Dre, Dre, Dre. Dre. Yeah, stop, Dre. Listen, <laughs> Nas doesn't know even know if it's black or law, so shorty owe you for ice. Oh lord, here we he go. Does. Go ahead, shit. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Nas. No. Yeah, shout out to Nas. No. Um, shout out to Usher too. Um, That's right. 
Yes, sir. Hey, those favorites. Yes, we gonna sir. make him a Nas and Usher playlist. You gotta, you, you have to, Dre. You have to do yes. like a dedicated show or hey. segment on your on your hey, channel, or you know, Hendo, like all of Hendo's, you know, the top 10, 15, You know, have to include like Nas and absolutely and Usher. And, yes. When, yes. Yolanda, when when and LB, Prochet, Queen, when LB, when LB, Queen. LB, does their uh, meetup in uh, Vegas. We're actually going to go see Usher in concert. So oh, now that is striking. I, I'm going to buy the tickets and we don't. <laughs> oh, I like it. And you can yeah. take pictures, please, so that you oh, can send them to listen, me so listen, that I can listen. see him enjoying himself. Please don't make me eat really Don't make me eat Don't make me eat yourself, right? Let me eat y'all. Listen, Jasmine can tell you how I feel. I can hear Usher song from 10 miles away. Turn it off. Oh, I think you gave a story in one of your um, previous live streams about, about the, the about lady, the customer? The, customer? the customer, the right. You were in her home and the song just came on. Yeah, let me talk to you about something real, real quick. So uh, what you want your Wi-Fi password to be? <laughs> it don't have to be nothing slick. You can make it something slick, something like that. Just, you know, wow. as long as we talk for about four minutes. That's terrible. <laughs> wow. Can you turn well, it down, please? Uh, Jasmine, is so that I'm true? Jasmine? 100%. Really? Has it, but it has always been that way? Always. For no good reason. Okay. I'm sorry, Shug. But, you um, derailed you. No, no, no. You're, it, that's the show. We derail each other. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I became a fan of the Steelers. My dad was a Steelers fan. <coughs> Excuse me. My, stand was, my dad was a Steelers fan uh, through the 70s um, and things like that. But I think I became – I was a big uh, Cordell Stewart fan when he was at uh, Colorado. Uh, but I think I became a really big Steelers fan uh, is when Christmas morning I woke up and one of the last gifts I got was in a container. Uh, it was in a Pringles container. <coughs> and I go, what? Oh, it wasn't a Pringles. It was something. And it made you gag like that too? It did. I know. Uh, this, this handy got me real. Woo. Um, but I opened it up and it was a Steelers Cornell Stewart jersey from my mom. Um, my mom had my mom had a she didn't have all the money in the world but she got it for me That's what's and saying. I wore that thing with pride but like an idiot I used to wear it while we would play tackle football and it got ripped <laughs> so as a kid you're supposed to shit. oh dude I had too many I got I got my Magic Johnson jersey ripped I got my Cordell Stewart jersey ripped and I got my um my uh, Jamal Anderson uh, Atlanta's Falcon jersey <laughs> because I would play, we would play street ball, and <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's when I became a hardcore Steeler fan and I started following him after that. Supposedly, uh, Ferris will tell you there's a picture of me wearing a Steelers beanie. Do not look for that picture, it is not true. Uh, I plead the fifth, right, Yolanda? It is true. Uh, we, we, you you know, can. It's, you know, thank you, can. thank you. So, don't ever believe that, but yeah, that's when I became it a hardcore Steelers fan. Okay. All right, coach. Uh, Shook, something in common that we have. My parents are Steeler fans too. Both. Oh wow! Okay. It's, it's wild that um that Steelers Ravens game that happened on Thanksgiving was uh -huh. that was crazy because my mom, dad, and myself we were all in the same place. That was wild. <laughs> but um, my I'm gonna speak on the Ravens and most people know I like the Hurricanes too. And so, was I a fan when they won the first championship? No. I knew about Ray Lewis, and I was a fan of Ray Lewis. But I wasn't, like, the fan. But once Ed came on, that's they, they had me then. 
I've been following since then. And then they ended up with, in my opinion, the greatest football player of all time. He ended his career in Baltimore. That was uh, Dion. Not to mention they 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 had Steve for a couple of years, Steve McNair. Um, so kind of go ahead. What school did Dion go to? Dion, Florida State. Oh, okay. But the crazy thing is the the two, and we're gonna get sidetracked again. Two guys that I think are the best college football players both went to Florida State. Of course. Let's not world. leave out the Gators. Eh, I, I like Jacquez Green. Jacquez Green's my guy. That's right. Jack and, and, with Jack and Mr. Richardson, Anthony Richardson this year, he's going to make a splash. And how can we forget about Tim Tebow? He is oh, my God. favorite. I loved him. I <laughs> love Tim Tebow. Y'all, Don't you say, oh, I'm telling you, I will come for you. If you talk about Tim Tebow. Can y'all please stop cutting coach off, coach off please? Oh, no, no. Sorry. That's what we do. We cut people off. No, not, no not to talk about Florida Oh, you want, you want me to answer that question? Not to talk about Florida Gators. We can cut you off about other stuff. Not the Florida Gators. But anyway, the, I, was, I was a fan of guys and mm-hmm. you know it just kind of rotated to Baltimore like the guys I liked all end up playing with Baltimore and so I just kind of stuck okay. but the, the two greatest college players I think uh well Steve but he not talking about Steve Peter Warwick Deion Sanders yes sir yes sir so for me of course um 1983 I heard Baltimore lost the Colts. You know, might have been around. I'm not certain. I can't remember. But we didn't have a football team for quite a long time. And we had to watch the Redskins incessantly. And I couldn't stand it. So <laughs> I've been a fan ever since Art Modell was in Cleveland and was like, look, if y'all give me a new stadium, I'm out. And they said, I'll leave. And he was like, hold my beer. And ever since that day, I have been a Baltimore Ravens fan. I was a Ravens fan when they played at Memorial Stadium. I was a Ravens fan when Ted Marcher Broder became the head coach. Ernest Bottom was the running back. Vinny Testaverde was our quarterback. Interception Testaverde from the University of Miami. How's the trophy winner? Make sure you speak that when you say it. How's the trophy trophy winner? But his first year in Baltimore, he did his thing. 33 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Vinny Testaverde was the man. So I've been a fan ever since the Ravens stepped foot into Baltimore. And no, I have a question. I have a question. Does who, I mean, as far as football, who's someone, coach, uh, anybody can answer this, you are a fan of, that you're quietly a fan of, because you didn't want to say you were a fan of, but you're act, you're like, no, I'm a fan of it. That's a good question, sure. Of a particular I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm a player. Who are you a fan of that you wouldn't say out loud, like, oh, I'm a fan of them, but Secretly, you were very much a fan. I mean, I pretty much hate everybody, so. Hmm. To say you're a fan of somebody on your team's, like, your rival. The rival, you know, like Baltimore. I'm going to say Joe Burrow. People people know. Mm, That's a good one. People know how much I like this dude. So I don't know if it's a shame to say it, but, you know, he should have been purple and black. The receiver for the Steelers, and that's the only reason he asked this question. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, you know who my guy was, Carson Palmer. I was a fan of Carson Palmer because he played USC, mm-hmm. and when he was and when he was at uh, Cincinnati, had we not broken his leg, I think Cincinnati would have been a top tier team at that at, during that time. I don't know if they would have won the Super Bowl, but they would have been that team. 
and we broke his leg. And I felt so bad when we broke his leg. But I was a big fan of Carson Palmer. Huge fan. I'm going to go with Joe Burrow for me. I, I really like him. I do. I shouldn't. Certainly, I shouldn't. How, mm-hmm. how much he like just makes our team look like we are just nothing boys among men. But I, I can't take anything from him. He's he's, I mean, just, he's good. You, you he's got good. Pro Bowl Huntley. You're good. The one who has like two wins under his belt. Hey, he's still Pro Bowl. Hey, Shook, you you're you're in every stream. You're in Thanks. The, so you know to troll, you got to pay. Thanks. Yeah, I, I ain't paying. I ain't paying 150. 150 is the going rate tonight. Coach, coach, uh, you ever hit me with? You got 150. <laughs> to come on the channel and be like, I ain't coming back. Unsubscribe. <laughs> that 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 little Lamar Jackson needs to ring behind uh, Hendo's head for you to. That's be right. Exactly. But to answer your question, Shug, are we going division or just in general? You can do just in general. So for me, for me, I was a big fan of Bruce Smith. Mm. Okay. Well, once he stopped being fat, Bruce Smith, once he decided he wanted to dedicate himself and play, I wanted Bruce Smith to break the all-time sack record. Like, mm-hmm. that was my guy. But if we're going division, surprisingly, LeVon Kirkland. Mm. If, you, if you know who that is, Shug. You know who that is, Shug? Probably. Okay, I, you know right now, Right now, I'm a little. So he was a linebacker for the Steelers. Okay. And the thing that impressed me about LeVon Kirkland was he was a big boy, but he could run. That yeah, he had to be was they that, listed, that was on the 90s team, right? The 90s. Yeah. They okay. listed him at like they listed him at like 290. He had to be all in 340. <laughs> but he could chase down running back. I'm like, this dude too big to be that fast. So yeah, no. MT, MTD's answer never, makes me laugh. Never. That will be a <laughs> never. I think he was overrated. Personally, mm. I think he was highly overrated. Now, uh, at the line of scrimmage, he was a monster, but mm-hmm. in coverage, he was suspect. So I don't okay. know why they mentioned his name, but they agreed. Look, at, I know we're I know we're about to go way off talking, but I have a I have a I have to ask Coach this question because I saw this today, and I have to ask him, Coach, Pause. Big Ben, Big Ben, Dan Marino, Dan Marino. You take your Dan Marino, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, he may not have won a Super Bowl, but he is the best yeah, passer. That, that, that dude. Well, here's well, here's the, the, well, here's the problem. Ever. Well, well, here's the problem though. Ben has has him beat in every category. So, in in every category, every category. he's got he's got more touchdown passes than him. Yep. Are you sure about this? I'm pretty sure I saw it today. No, no, no. I know, no, no, I, know no. I know, I know. It's, I know, it's, I know, it's passing yards. Let's look. God damn it. I'm just gonna make me look. Mm, see, you gotta have your facts ready to mess them, you know. Right. <laughs> we ain't got time right. to pull it up. But well, while you pull it up, I'll go and take okay, it. Okay, let me ask you this question. How many times did how many times did Ben Roethlisberger lead the league in, in, in touchdowns? I think yeah, three. 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 You're, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Oh goose egg. Oh, huh? 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 So you and and let me, okay, a, a better question. And I know that a lot of you Steelers fans are going to want to bring up. Okay, so passing touchdowns—it's only—it's two, it's two, it's by two. Dan Marino has them by two. Oh, so you were wrong. I wasn't wrong. I said I wasn't sure, but he has in mostly every category. And by two touchdowns. Really, hold on, hold on. Hold say up. every. Really, really, we're going to complain about two touchdowns. Hendo? So no, we're, what we're going to complain about is oh, my camera died. It's not Dan, oh, that was what we're going to complain <laughs> about is Dan Marino played in a time where they ran the ball, and on average. Quarterbacks threw for 
32 and, and touchdowns. Ben, and, Big ben, and Big Ben played for a team that ran the ball too. Your point? So, let's see. Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace, Emmanuel Sanders. All all draft. When were they drafted? I don't care when they were drafted. None of them were first round drafts. So you're acting like we like he had first round talent. He I don't care when Stop. it doesn't matter where, where was Tom Brady Stop. drafted. Okay, but but you can't sit here and go, well, they, they drafted good because the Steelers drafted good. No, no. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean what man, coach. Why is coach looking at me like that? Because he knows you full of it. Let's move on. No, I said my, my camera died. Listen, we'll say this. We'll say this football talk for tomorrow or another day. But we'll, we'll finish this discussion, sure. I'm not letting you off the hook right now. We just got a show to do. So it's other people. All of a sudden, you're, all of a sudden you're worried about your show. Because there's other people sitting here on the panel, and they don't want to hear you rant and rave about facts that aren't facts. I mean, Yolanda doesn't mind. Dre's wow. good. You know and Jasmine's smiling, so it's she's, only she's you. Actually, she's laughing at you. She's not smiling. I, I ain't smiling. Facts. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're actually, you're right, Coach. You ain't smiling. <laughs> you got that bad look in your face right now. Looking at me. Why are you looking at me like that, Coach? Damn. All right, so next question is, why is communication essential for a thriving friendship or relationship? We'll start with you, Coach. Man, uh, it's, it's necessary, even though I ain't the greatest at it. I'm still yeah. working to to be better at it, but I'm I'm way better than I was five, ten, fifteen years ago. But it's that comes with maturity and and going through stuff, and you just learn. You live and you learn. But if you don't have um, communication, it's, that's one of the foundations of any relationship, whether it be a friendship or or a an intimate relationship or, or or whatever. You've got to be able to communicate, and it, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to to trust people with your thoughts. It's tough to trust people with uh, your feelings, your emotions, because you know in this day and age it can be turned on you. It can be ex- you could be exposed, and it's tough to open yourself up to to people. But once you find um, somebody that you you know that you cherish and you want in your life, whether it be a friend or a partner, you got to be able to communicate. You got to. Okay, Jasmine. Um. It's essential because people aren't mind readers. Nobody is going to know off the bat where you're coming from, why you are, how you are. Um, that's something that people have to learn, and it's easiest to learn through you communicating it. I mean, without that, you're going to go nowhere. It's going to be doomed to fail if you can't express yourself to the people that you love and want to create these friendships and relationships with. Okay. Dre? I feel like as 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 people, we all evolve, you know, some way or another. So constant communication is is ideal because you may not be in the same space you were when you first met that person. So they may look at you or or, or perceive you as that person you once was. I know I'm not the same person. So communication is is evident for that. Okay, Yolanda? I'm going to go with it depends. No, I'm just joking. Just joking. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with everyone. Everyone. You can't expect other people to know what you want and, unless you express it for yourself. Um, and I think, you know, the the challenge of communication is, you know, it's not just your ability to articulate your wants, your needs, your desires. It's communicating it in such a way that the recipient understands what you're saying. 
And so I do think that communication is the bedrock for any type of friendship or relationship, but just as important as the communication piece is, it's the understanding that should accompany it. All right. Should. Yeah. Like Jasmine said, people ain't mind readers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, when you got to tell someone what you want or how you feel. So it's important to say that. I think uh, that's Mm -hmm. one of the, one of the, but also too, it's important part because if you're telling, if you're being honest with somebody uh, through communication, you know, you're telling someone the truth, you know, they're able to understand where you're coming from and then they can explain where they're coming from. So if you're, you know, that's, I think that's one of the problems as we have as people is we're so fearful. We're so fearful of being judged. We're so fearful of being rejected. We're so fearful of being, uh, um, you know, dismissed that you're afraid to share your true thoughts. I mean, it's just, just, that's the thing. Like if you share, if you share your true thoughts, if I shared my true thoughts on here and, you know, like Hendo does most of the time, just, you know, dismisses me, it it, it discourages you. And so then you, it's hard Mm -hmm. to communicate, you know, but if Hendo would be more open as, you know, a friendship with our communication, uh, <laughs> I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. No, no I, I think I'm just saying. You know, but when you're dismissed, it's one of the most. It's one of the most hurtful things. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Like when someone dismisses you, mm-hmm. it makes you feel like shit. That's garbage. You know, and it makes you feel like crap. And when and then when someone then goes turns around and dismisses you and then says, "Well, tell me why? Why do you feel like this?" You're like, "Why am I going to tell you for? You already dismissed me once." Why am I going to be honest with you and tell you something now when I already know you've done this before to me? You know, and so it's a it's a tough thing to do. Uh, you got to hope to find people that you can be honest with. And, you know, luckily for me, I found people in the LBHT crew that I can be honest with, that can be honest back, and we can have good conversation and be truthful about it. You know, there's there's things I've shared with these people that a lot, a lot of people I've shared with. And they've been able to help me get through a lot of my issues, but also help me grow and and move forward. Um, so I appreciate that. And that's just on the friendship side. So you can imagine on a relationship side, it's 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 magnified, you know. And so I think that's that's what uh, you know. That's what's uh, why it's essential essential to communicate with friends and people you're in a relationship with. Thanks, thanks, thanks. So I'm not drunk. God damn it. So to me, communication is essential because it it takes out the way mishaps, missteps, and just speculation. It it takes it it takes away the speculation. Because I think a lot of times in friendships, relationships, people leave speculation for interpretation. I know we all hate to get that. Hey, I need to talk to you later. Or can I ask you a question from your significant other? Because you like, oh, man, you go through 10,000 things through your head of what it could be. But you don't know because you if you don't communicate well, you don't know where that person's coming from. You're thinking, oh, did I do something? Have I done something? Did somebody say I did something? Like You just don't know. So I think that that the communication gives you the clarity to know what the other person's thinking. For me as a friend, if you're my friend, you know exactly where I stand. If I like you, you know I like you. If I don't like you, you know I, know I don't it. like you. You will know it because I don't pretend. I do. So, so <laughs> you have to you have to have effective communication 
So you take out the guesswork. Plain and simple. I hate guessing. Let me know up front how you feel and what you're thinking, where I stand with you. And that's the biggest thing with people like Chick said. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to feel stupid. You want to know where you stand with people. And if I'm not the person for you, whether it is as a friend or in a relationship, let me know. I'm cool. I'll bounce. Because like I said before, my cutoff game is impeccable. <laughs> I don't leave no scars. You don't need sutures. It's a wrap. So that's that. All right. We are coming down to the home stretch. <laughs> All right. So if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, Yo, this is easy. oh okay. Um, it's gonna have to be pizza. It's just gonna have to be pizza. Yeah. Like it's gonna have to be a vegan pizza, and that's what I'm gonna eat from a place back home called Ethos. And I'm just gonna have to to eat that for the rest of my life. I know that wasn't very adulting of me, but. Uh, Hey, it, it is what it is. But I, I mean, can I cheat and give another one? Go right here. Broccoli. There we go. So now I've balanced it. Okay. So I've balanced. I love broccoli. So there we go. Pizza and broccoli. Jasmine? Bacon. Hands down. No questions. No thoughts. Bacon. Ooh, bacon. All right. Regular mm -hmm. bacon or turkey bacon? She said bacon. Regular bacon. Okay. So I'm just I'm now, now Jazz, so we we found a turkey bacon that's you know, most turkey bacons is thin and when you cook it for 15 seconds it shrivel up. We found a turkey bacon that still keeps its form and, and crisp crispiness like regular bacon. My father has tried that for I don't know how many years. It's not gonna work. work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she needs, she said she wants the bacon bacon. <laughs> Coach. Tacos. I, lo I love tacos, shrimp tacos, uh, fish tacos, fish tacos uh, shredded chicken tacos, beef tacos. I recently discovered, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but burrito tacos with the... Video? Video? I, I, I don't know. It, it has the little, um, it comes with the little... The salt, oh, the, the, yeah. the, the consomme? The consomme? Yeah. <sighs> Bruh. I, I, I got. I, I wish you could come out to Cali. Ooh, I got. I got go. some friends. Of, we have some friends that are in Mexico now. That okay. uh, and I, I, I was going to try to go on a trip with them, but I, and all I could think about was the different tacos I want to try. <laughs> I can eat tacos all day, every day. How about you, Shug? Ooh, that's that's an easy answer. Korean barbecue. Korean mm. barbecue is my life. Um. I would have said sushi. Uh, yeah, beat, beat it. Hey, hey, hold, hold up, hold up. Who said that? Beat it. Tacos are just pot roast. You didn't calm down. <laughs> I, I may have found out. I may have found out I'm only 24 percent Mexican, but let me tell you, don't be disrespecting. You're mostly you're African. Right. You're mostly African. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. No, but uh, I would have said sushi. Pizza is obviously really good. I'm a big Italian person. But Asian food is my thing. Uh, but Korean barbecue, I'm a big meat eater. Um, and then, no, there's no pause. I like, I like meat, animal meat. Pause. Okay. Pause. Pause. You and you guys pause. Um, Korean barbecue is my thing. Uh, I, I've loved it since I was uh, in uh, uh, high school. So yeah, Korean barbecue. 
Because these two, these these ones are not, you know, with How, their paws. Exactly. Oh. Paws, I hate all you. That's my wow. turn. That's wow. my wow. turn. Somebody, uh, somebody uh, wants some animal meat, boss. <laughs> animal meat, boss. Animal meat, bread, manudo. If if I had to give up, if I was not going to be able to eat uh, barbecue. Uh, Manudo would be my thing, and nobody, I, nobody, I don't know if anybody on the panel knows what Manudo is, uh, but Manudo is, I, I eat it every Sunday. Oh, every Sunday when I watch Steelers, I eat Manudo. Manudo is the meat, is the in, in lining of the cow's stomach. You might be saying, Ew, it's amazing. No, it's not chillies, it's cow chillies. No, that's, that's what I one. It's, it's amazing. It's the amazing. Put, it, it's the inlining of the of the cow's stomach. And so it's not the intestines. It's the inlining of the cow's stomach. Wait a minute. Uh, but it's amazing. Wait Which is minute. adjacent to the intestine. Right. Wait a minute. Wait but it's a minute. not. It's not the wait. same thing, though. Okay, wait Yolanda. A minute. Wait, wait a minute. Listen, wait, I don't eat no. that stuff, so it doesn't matter. Wait it's a minute. Something. It's amazing. Shug, wait a minute. Them kids named their singing group at the stomach lining. Yes, Manudo. Yes. Ricky Martin, yes. Yes, that's a thing. <laughs> but every Sunday when I used to do when I used to do the watch along for the Steeler games, which I'm probably gonna start doing again, uh, I would have my girl would give me a bottle of noodle. I put it's just a bunch of onions and lime and I I tear it up. Oh so, that's, that's my jam. So so Shug, I have a I have a prerequisite. Sure. When and if we meet do the meetup. Manudo after you leave from with me. No, that's no problem. So, look, can I have pickled? Can, can I have pickled eggs while I'm there with you? Sure. Um, maybe. Sure. Yes, sir. So, so listen. So the weather is about to turn, right? And I'm about to take the plastic off my windows. We can cut it up, put it in a bowl. You can eat that. <laughs> You're so Why disrespectful. Why are you disrespecting my culture for? Okay, mm. You know. Well, it's not the same thing. No, it's not the Man. same thing. I didn't know. All right, I'm sorry, Dre. Uh, your food? Hands down, Italian. I love Italian to the point my whole family's sick of me. <laughs> when it's when it's when it's my my birthday, when it comes up, they already know I want to go somewhere with get Italian. So they hate that. So Italian, Italian, Italian. What's your favorite Italian dish, Dre? Pizza. Mm-hmm. Didn't we chicken porn for me? Didn't, oh, we, used I love to, um, <clears throat> didn't we used to always hit um Olive Garden? Oh gee. No, no, I know listen, I know it's not real Italian food, but, but we, had, enough. we had this part-time job and um we would lead a part-time job and we would go get some food. We get the tour of Italy. Yeah, the tour of Italy. The tour of Italy. And we used to tear mm-hmm. it up. But for me, the one food if I could have for the rest of my life, it would have to be these vegan turkey cutlets. So yeah, vegan turkey cutlets be hidden. Or pizza. Your your daughter doesn't think so. Or pizza without cheese. Without what cheese. You, what, you, what you eat on your yeah, pizza? I, yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, pizza with no cheese. You can get the, it's yeah, you can get that um anywhere. If they don't sell vegan cheese, you just ask for no cheese on the pizza. Right. Mm. What other toppings you get, Hendo? Onions. Sometimes green peppers, jalapenos, maybe black olives. Once in a while, I might put pineapples on it. You know what they have on your, your pizza goes to the club and sits there. 
<laughs> you know what they have? You know what kind of? You know what? You know what, uh, the kind of pizza they have here in California? It's called a, a chorizo pizza. So it's instead of red sauce, <laughs> it's it's straight up uh, refried beans, cheese, chorizo, jalapenos. Oh my god, is is amazing. Listen, let me tell you how the best thing that ever happened. They came up with this this uh, store called Mod Pizza. Hmm. And Maud Pizza makes the pizza the way you want it, but they have vegan cheese and vegan sausage. And these pickled onions. So, yes. When I go there... <laughs> Brody crazy. Brody stupid. That's why I listen to it. Brody B. Let me tell you something. If anybody who watches the show, if you're ever in the OT show, it is the most hilarious thing to hear Bronny and Hendo go at it about vegan food. Because Ronnie goes at him. I'm vegan. Like, let's let's have let's hear it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you Oh, I'm sorry. What? It's Rodney. It's not us. No, no, no. I'm saying so. He, if he's in the chat, if he's in there, let's hear it. <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry, it's coming. It'll come. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> <sighs> next, next one, and this is open for anybody to answer if they know the answers to this one. But someone wanted to know who do you feel is the greatest guitarist ever. Santana. Hmm. I mean, of course, it has to be Jimi Hendrix, but well, oh, Hendrix! I, would, I, would, yeah, I, I yeah, agree yeah, with that. Hendrix, Hendrix yeah. hands down, Hendrix. Yeah. I like San. I like Santana though, but yeah, J J Jimi Hendrix too. I didn't listen to Hendrix. I didn't listen to Santana, so I'm going Prince. Mm. Okay, all three of them are good choices. And I, and I can't. I just don't. I don't know. Only Santana song I know is something recently he put out. And um, Hendrix, I know of him, but I don't know his music. Well, it's crazy. Santana and Hendrix, I think, for both performed at uh, what was that? What was that old Hendrix? What's that old concert they used to do back in the day? Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, that one. You know, I think they they both uh, performed at Woodstock together at one point. Like it was Santana and Hendrix, and like Santa, him and him and Santana were doing acid together, <laughs> and then they both performed. <laughs> so, Bro, I don't know if you're joking, MDT. He was good. Darius put a good one in there too, though. He was good, but one of the best. Oh, that's the okay. homie Darius. What's up, Darius? What's up, man? Eddie, Eddie Van Halen was good. Too. He was good. Yeah. Buckethead. Hmm. Who's Buckethead? I used to call. I used to call my homie that. You so this is so 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 this just doesn't start with us. You've always been disrespectful to your friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, we have reached the last question of this episode. It says, "If you were if you were given a lifetime supply of something other than money, what would it be, Yolanda?" Can you circle back to me because I got to think about that. <laughs> I have to think about that. Um, lifetime lifetime supply of something. Dre, knowledge, because with knowledge I can make money. Okay, should. Oh, Yolanda wasn't here. I had a smart ass answer. Uh, <laughs> um, I think, I, yeah, I grew well, a lifetime supply of, <clears throat> yeah, I think knowledge. I think knowledge would be the best thing. Oh, I'm original coach. Ah, let Jazz go. I'm, I'm... Jazz, can I say necessities? Just so that's not a worry. Mm. Necessity, that's a cop out. 
Because necessities, necessities of some may not be necessities to others. So, but basically, okay. needs housing, okay. food, clothing. Okay, I give you that. So since they are waiting, um, something I would like a lifetime supply of YouTube views. <laughs> All of my videos, <laughs> which would give me money. <laughs> Coach? Yeah, I, I I can't really think of an answer, but I'm going with, with what Brent said. What's up, Grady? Love. Okay. To love. Like from, you know, family, friends, you know, just love. It's, it's you can do so much with that without, you know, just that feeling that you get from, from being loved and not necessarily a, a, a man, woman, or however you have your relationships go, but just from, from me, from family, mm-hmm. because we already talked about how family and support and all that stuff, but just love. Yeah. He said mumbo sauce. <laughs> I was like, he been hungry, been hungry all day long. Have you found an uh, answer yet, Yolanda? I think so. I'm going to go with wisdom. I'm going to go with wisdom. If I, if I could have a lifetime supply of something other than money, it would be wisdom. To know what to do, when to do it, how to do it, when not to do it. I'll go with wisdom. Okay. Now, since that is the last question of the day, as far as the viewers are concerned, do any of you have a question or topic that you want to speak about? I do. I have a question. Hendo. Yes, sir. What's your favorite Usher song? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any, so I can't tell you. And I'm okay. You do so know one. So I'm going to I'm about to say, I'm about to say I, I, know, I know of one song, and it pained me. It pained, pained me. Him. I couldn't listen. I he couldn't listen to the song. Because back then, I was so in love with Alicia Keys. I was so in love with Alicia Keys. Since you brought that up, you like makeup Alicia Keys or natural Alicia Keys? What? Oh, no. Um, Certain things, for some reason, seem to turn me off to people. Once she started messing with Swiss Beats, I just didn't. That's natural Alicia Keys. No, she was wearing makeup. She was wearing makeup before then. I mean, she was still wearing makeup when she got with him. But because because the fact that she got with him, of all people, I was like, oh. I can't. And it had nothing to do with him having a wife. It's just, you dealing with him? You could choose many, many men and you chose him? And it just something clicked and I was like, mm-mm, not no more. You gone. You gone, girl. Alright, back to your song. What? Your I don't have I don't have it. Nothing. Silence. But you said you knew one. No, I know the name of it because what she is sung it. it. What's, the, what's the name of it? The, the Alicia Keys song featuring Usher. Oh, my boo? I guess. Oh, that, That's one of the ones I don't like. I don't like any of them, Coach. Mm, missing out. I'm not missing out, and I'm not missing going to out. no show when we, when we go to Vegas. Yes, don't worry, we'll, we'll go. I get you there. Sure, we're we gonna have a hangover moment. He's Hell yeah, we are. Listen, we supposed to be listen, yeah, we, we supposed to be going to Vegas. We supposed to be going to Brazil. Who's going to Brazil? We are. Oh, I wasn't informed of that. Oh, well, you now you know. We got some. Listen, we got some. We got, we got some YouTube some, videos put out there, we got, some, <laughs> we got some spots that we need to hit, and then you know, also you know, the idea that you spoke to us about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. idea, that was a good idea. So I think after the meetup, 
that's going to be next for all the subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that gonna was going to be gonna, that was going to be big. Yeah. That was going to be big. And and listen, before we end this, I want to apologize to Jasmine. I know earlier you said uh photography was 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 your choice. I hope you feel that way at the end of this. Um all right. So you guys have been rocking with us for almost two and a half hours. I truly appreciate you all. So we're going to start wrapping things up and everybody's going to let you know a little something about themselves and what they have going on. Jasmine. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good thing. Yolanda. Likewise. That was easy. Dre. Well, as y'all know, electric relaxation every Friday. I'm on IG, I'm on YouTube, I'm on SoundCloud. Hey, check it out. I'm on Apple. Um, And I forgot what my uh, EP is. Baltimore <laughs> ATL. How could I forget? <laughs> I'm on Apple, I'm on Tidal. I'm on um, all social platforms and all platforms for music. Check me out. Should uh, for, before I plug my stuff, first off, I want to say, Jazz, it was great to meet you. Um, okay. I did, I could not uh comprehend Hendo having a great, wonderful child because of him, but you are amazing and uh, thank you for, for hanging out. Obviously, obviously, Yolanda, it's always a pleasure to see you, Dre. You're amazing. Uh, I can't wait to do the work we're doing together and coach. Uh, I get so much knowledge from, even though I'm not a Baltimore fan, watching your show uh, is always a pleasure to watch. And I am a big fan of yours. So thank you appreciate for, it, appreciate you know, being cool, being cool, even though I'm a Steelers fan. Thank you for being cool with me. Uh, and obviously, Hendo, you, you know, you're my boy. I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh, but my name is Shug, uh, Shugnight323. You can find me on uh, TikTok and Twitter, uh, Shugnight323. Twitch, Shugnight1323, where I'm usually playing Magic, uh, playing video games. So come hang out with me there. And then on my channel, Suge Knight uh, 323, where I do the Steel Conspiracy uh, with my two non-co-hosts, uh, Hendo and uh, Bronny, uh, talking Steelers and Ravens. And then I'm going to get back to doing uh, Late Night with Suge Knight eventually. Uh, that's coming back. So we do that on Friday. I said non-co-host. You're not a co-host. You're just there. Bronny is a co-host. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> It depends how he feels on that day. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but once again, uh, I appreciate everybody that's uh, coming coming to chat and hanging out. Uh, I see Engraven. Uh, shout out to Engraven, man. Uh, I really appreciate him too. He's he's Indeed. always a, a, a strong supporter and, and uh, always shows up. So I want to shout him out. Uh, so again, Hendo, thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. Coach? Uh, first off, to piggyback off what Shug said, um, faith. Faith. Is what um I the word I kept mentioning to Ian Raven when he was going through what he was going through. Finally got 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 back and now he's back in the in the green. Um Is after there, being yeah. basically stripped of what he loved and like his video when he let everybody know that he was back, the emotion actually all came out and that was real genuine and heartfelt to to see him go through that because he said something that, that stood out with me. He said when he first read it. You know, he just read it and it is what it was. But once he just turned on the camera and decided to tell everybody, all the emotions flooded out. 
and you can see that you know it's genuinely been a been a burden on him. Yeah. And so right. shout out to you for, for going through that and, and keeping your faith in because I know I know it was hard to put out videos when basically nothing's coming back. All you're going to get is you know maybe you can conversate with the people and talk about your team, but once you get into it and you start making a little change out of it and you that's your job and you basically working for nothing other than communication that i salute you for that i know it was hard to do and just and i hate to say it but you probably crawled so the rest of us can walk because we all start moving different when that happened to you so i appreciate you for going through that for us and i think we all gonna be better because of it and we just gonna, gonna grow from that you know but as far as me uh, you can find me at Sip the Tally Films on YouTube, IG, TikTok, on um, Twitter. You can find me at Coach Evans Nine, and then everybody is starting to know at More Sip the Tally. We're for the streets, the streets, the streets. The other thirty-one teams. So should More Sip the Tally is for you and all, all your Steeler fans because it's probably I know it's at least two George Pickens videos over there already because of yeah. how much I like George Pickens. But that channel is for the streets. That's the channel you can cash out uh, 150 if you want to come. So please do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you gotta cash out that 150. If you want to come and hang out with Coach? Right. Watch, I'm gonna hit up Coach. Can I come? Can I come on your show on Monday? 150. You gotta send me 100. dollars <laughs> Listen, that more that, that more simple tally is for the block. Right. And the block is where Norma Jeans is at. <laughs> if, if you're from Baltimore, you know where the block is. So that's what more simple tally is for. So then people you know what's gonna you know what more city tally gonna evolve to? Commanders if Lamar and Lamar Jackson. Well Lamar, Lamar, Lamar leaves, there's gonna be a ton it's gonna of be Lamar a, right Lamar, Lamar Jackson and over in the commanders. That's what it's gonna be. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for Yolanda to start her channel. This is gonna pop off. Can't wait. She's not <laughs> third person. <laughs> all right, once again. I appreciate you all for hanging with us for over two and a half hours. There's still 33 people in here. Make sure on your way out, you hit that like button. And if, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the channel and subscribe to everybody's channel that's up here. The links will be in the description. Now, pay a couple bills before we get out of here. If uh, you like what we're doing, you like what we're talking about, and you want to continue these conversations, we do have an after-show party. So if you sign up to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash r-o-u-g you can come hang out with us in the discord you can hang out with us after these streams you can also get into the fantasy football league and get you one of these that championship ring i know y'all want one of them make sure you go to the patreon sign up for the west baltimore county so you can get that or you can get this and i know brian is out there loving it yes that is a picture of me because I won. So I can put anything on here I feel like it. So, so I'm going to represent Brodney because he's here. Nah, son. I'm representing Brodney because nah, if Brodney was here, he would say that belt was not a part of the lead until he won it. Then he bought himself a trophy. Facts. That's so, yes, how does that make, how does that make you feel belt. about your that's father? Bought a, bought a belt and put his face on it. That's in Brodney's voice. That's not, First. That's not I know. Me. It's okay, coach. And I'm going to tell you like I tell Brodney. And Ferris is my witness. I put a poll out just because you all don't pay attention to everything that goes around. I asked, I asked Ferris. And I put that first. Don't know what we talking about. And I'll show you where I put it. And I ask, <laughs> do you want a belt, a, a belt, a ring, a trophy, or a, um, a coin or something, or upside down pineapple cake? That's tomorrow. I'm getting that tomorrow. So I put that in there just because no one else voted. It's not my fault. And 
you know, Jose feels like it's his belt, but it's my belt. But once again, if you all want to challenge for the title, there are two spots left. Two spots left. So make sure you go over to the Patreon, sign up. We have a good time. You'll also be linked in with Coach Suge, Dre, Let's Break Hot Take, everybody. And unfortunately, maybe fortunately, you also get to request live streams. As a patron has requested a live stream tomorrow, so you will be seeing me tomorrow night at 8, 9, 7, one of those times. So that is the perk for becoming a patron. You going by yourself? Huh? Hey, whoever want to come, you know, listen, you know it's always a party with me. No, nah, I was, you know, I thought somebody else up here was going to go with you. Oh, I mean, if they want to, hey, it's a party, because it ain't really much to talk about anyway, but we'll make something shape. So, once again, I appreciate you all for joining me again on Hanging with Hendo. I'll see y'all next week. And make sure you support all these people. Because listen, this is what helps us go. This is what helps us grow is the support of everybody. It's not easy. It's not just getting behind a camera, talking. It takes time. And Coach will tell you better than anybody. One of those videos you see here that may be 20 minutes may have taken him hours to put together. Like, it's work. So, you know, we appreciate all the support that you give us. And keep on supporting. So, until next time, we out. Thank you.